Thank you for tuning in to Splat Attack. This episode, we will be discussing the Season 3 overview with special guests Jordy and Manny. If you are watching on YouTube, please hit the like button and subscribe. If you are listening on a podcast app, please leave us a review. As always, these are two things that will take you seconds, but will help us grow our channel immensely. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe to our Patreon. We have bonus episodes, watch parties, and more. And as you will hear in this episode, we have some very big announcements exclusive to our patrons. Join us at patreon.com slash splatattack. Now, let's sit on the big orange couch and look back on season three. So any of you guys have any questions before we begin the episode? How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Uh, 3,446. Noted. Welcome to Splat Attack, a 90s podcast that dives into the slime-filled past. I'm your gackerific gack master, Brett. And I'm your tubular slime tick sultan, Alex. And Brett, what a season it's been. I'm so glad that we're taking the time to step back, lounge on the big orange couch, and reflect on our journey this past six months. How about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely happy that we reached this stopgap that we do every season so that we can take a look at what we've accomplished so far. Uh, but before we go into our recap tape, who is joining us at our super secret slime tank headquarters? Come on in, guys. There's plenty of room here for all of us. Grab a drink and join us on the couch. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. I brought snacks if you need some. Right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, I'm really glad to be back here, back in the slime tank. I haven't brought my, my snorkel and my goggles and my flippers. Oh, awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, dive on in with us. The more the merrier. Nice. I can breathe really easy here, so it's good. Yeah. The, the slime's extra oxygenated, so we don't have to worry about running out of air during this two-ish hour episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, we're, we're happy to have you back, boys. Um, get cozy because we're going to recap six months worth of splat attack for all of our Slimesters and Gakoids out there, uh, just to bring everyone up to speed. So uh, let's revisit some Season 3 splat attack moments, shall we? Let's do that. Put my videotape of all of our moments into the Kick It VCR of the Slime Tank. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's behind me. Okay, so um, highs and let's start with highs and lows. What do you think are some things that we did well this season? I really like how we juggled in so much different content. Um, and I like that we were able, something that I felt we've always done really well, is able to shine a light on both things that are really well known within 90s Nickelodeon fans, but also touch on the things that often gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um like, I'm glad we got to do uh, our, our usual Are You Afraid of the Dark, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Salute Your Shorts, and things like that. Even though we love Salute Your Shorts and it's well talked about, we didn't get to talk about the series until this season. Yeah. And uh, we also got to talk, to talk about Roundhouse and Wienerville and, um, oh, what was the other one? Um, I got to look through my list now of all the episodes. 
I mean, there was tomorrow, like, like a first time people. topic. Oh, it's tomorrow. No, people, yeah. tomorrow people just just shows that we don't normally that don't get a lot of love. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate the diversity of our um, schedule this season. It really gives a chance for lesser known uh, shows to really have their time in the spotlight and help some of our slimesters and gackoids just remember what it was like to watch those shows back in the '90s or even go revisit them. And I really believe in fairness and balance when it comes to giving a showcase for all of our shows on our podcast. I know a lot of people know me as like an Are You Fair the Dark expert, but I don't want this to just be about Are You Fair the Dark. Sure, we'll have a few episodes dedicated to them sprinkled throughout, but I want to make sure that all 90s Nickelodeon is covered, even the ones that are often left in the dust by most fans either because they forgot about them or they may not like them as much. Everyone deserves a fair chance on here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the cases like space cases and, you know, tomorrow people like some people never even caught it during its very few like in between airings because they just didn't get as much, you know, love as the other shows, you know, closer explains it all, you know, and then even the animated shows, the live action shows are just there was so much on Nickelodeon that it's like, you know, unless you were hitting the peak numbers, you weren't going to get aired that much during the day. So, you know, just getting to get love to those guys, you know, the the ep- the shows and the episodes that don't get highlighted as much as say like Rocco's Modern Life or mm-hmm. Pete and Pete or, you know, Are You Afraid of the Dark? There's a million people that talk about Are You Afraid of the Dark? But yeah, to be honest, I, I didn't really realize uh, about Tomorrow People at all until I heard the episode you guys talked about. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that show existed. And the same thing with like you mentioned uh, the journey of Alan Strange. Uh, that's another yeah. one that I don't think I've ever seen as well. But I mean, I do remember the commercials for it, but I just never saw the show. Yep. So it's really cool that you're bringing a lot of light into everything else that hasn't been known. Manny, <laughs> what do you think we did well during the podcast this season, aside from the diversity of episode topics? I really like that you brought uh, a whole different game into this. Like the one that stood out for me was the nightmares as a child i really really like the way that you told those stories and the one that i love is the haunted snake vhs Mm. i love that it was so great you even did some nice oh what is it with with the ghost you did some nice drawings with the ghost um and the other thing was um the michael jackson bracket uh, that, had yes. to be, <laughs> that had to be the best thing i was on the edge of my seat on that one but i do like that we keep things 90s it's not because we've always said this podcast is mostly 90s nickelodeon but it's not completely centered on that which is why mm-hmm. we're able to have things like mighty Morphin power rangers and this season we had the simpsons treehouse of horror and we also had as uh, many had pointed out 90s mostly 90s michael jackson music videos and uh it's fun that we're able to branch out a little bit and talk about other 90s things uh, Mm -hmm. which is going to continue in the next season but we're definitely going to keep it mostly nickelodeon here but i do like to add one more thing i I like to think that that would broaden out the the audience more too even Mm -hmm. though there is a huge audience for nickelodeon and that's definitely what i'm attracted to but for everybody else, like the listener that doesn't know about Nickelodeon, if they remember something from the 90s, they're like, oh, yeah, this is great. I love to hear these guys talk about what I grew up with. It's yeah. great. Honestly, I'm, yeah. I've been dying to do some Cartoon Network for the longest time. So maybe around 
season five, Ooh. season Ooh. six. I'm gonna shove some in. Like Space really... coast, coast to coast. <laughs> oh man. Maybe we can do some Adult Swim. We can do some late yeah. night Cartoon Network. We can do Courage, the Cowardly Dog, Dexter's Lab, Giant Bravo, Powerpuff Girls, Cow and Chicken. That's a uh, can of worms. Show. Yeah, that's a that's I'm a. I'm just saying, there's yeah, some overlap yeah. for some of the fandoms, and I'm. Oh no, definitely. I definitely agree. Camps. Yeah, yeah, you open so, it up. It's uh, yeah, you open up the door. There's so many options there. You we'll mean. find some opportunities to put that in there. Yeah. And we've and we've told you before, Slimesters, that Brett and I have got a, a layout of just tons of ideas. How how many seasons do we have lined up? Just in theory, fourteen. Fourteen. We're up to fourteen seasons. So in around just the ideas. Year, the year twenty twenty eight. So we've got plenty. So if you've got ideas. Slimesters, feel free to kick them to us because we we pay attention. It's just there's so much to cover. And yeah, <laughs> nice, Manny. We'll we'll be here a while. We're not going anywhere. It, yeah. it, it might be hard to fund the show, but we're gonna keep going as long as we can. Yeah. Uh, okay, so those are some of the things we covered that we felt we did well. Uh, what do you guys think we need to improve upon, if anything? Uh, probably the only criticism that I had heard, uh, especially when season three had started was the background sound effect which we had talked about in one of the episodes earlier or at near the end of the season because uh we added a little bit of white noise in the back so that way whenever you'd have those pauses and lulls it didn't sound so dead so we had a little bubble sound effect in the background and that one we had a, a few people comment oh gosh you can't stand that gurgling sound effect so we dialed it back quite a bit and yeah. uh, since we had done that we haven't heard anyone else say anything but Things like that, comments like that, please share them. We yeah. want to know and we listen to you. Yeah, we love constructive feedback. We're just trying to make the best podcast slash show we can for you guys. So you won't hurt our feelings as long as you have a reason and you can back it up for why you don't like something. Yeah. Uh, the gurgling is completely understandable. You know, every time we do a first episode of a season, it's going to be a little bit rough because we have to change our format a bit and make sure, you know, everything's in place. And then we tweak it along as we go further through the season. So it, it makes a lot of sense that it started out loud and then we had to tone it down once we got the sense that, okay, this is competing with our, our vocal dialogue here. Um, but the main reason to putting that in addition to white noise is just to kind of give more of an atmospheric effect to our podcast. Like we're actually in the slime tank. Uh, this isn't just talking about 90s Nickelodeon. We're trying to build some lore around their podcast that we live in a secret hide hideout with parts that we took from the original Nickelodeon studio slime geyser. And made you mean we don't? Slime tank with it. <laughs> no, no, we do. People, I thought we did. We do. We do. The, the, right. point, the point is we're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, connected through a a, a porthole that is like a wormhole between all of our houses. <laughs> so like the the, the point the being is out there. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're laying the groundwork here so that eventually when we're able to get the funding and the support to have a legitimate studio with legitimate props and places to conduct this show, uh, you know, on video as well. Uh, we're, we're kind of building up that lore so that people can understand where we're coming from and how we're presenting it to you. Because I have a lot of film video experience growing up as early as, you know, doing TV station public access stuff in high school. So I'd like to think that building the set is just as important as the topics we talk about. Yes. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think it's, you know, everybody just wants to improve audio and video to the best it can be, you know, for the audience. And I think, you know, Splat Attack existing in both visual in audible forms right you know it's just about figuring out like the little notches 
you know, to turn just to get the things people like. And, you know, as long as people voice and say what they like, I think ultimately you end up with a product that people like the best, right? You get to hear yeah, what you want as long as you say what you want or else it's kind of, you know, hard for people to guess, you know? So right. if you don't like it, say it. People yeah. will change it. Well, yep. no, as long as it's not like split text sucks because that doesn't really help us. That's, that's not, not criticism. That's just personal <laughs> just being a douche. That's, that's just a troll. Just yeah, go to a, a different channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, well that was nice and quick and easy. Um, let's let's go around the table and say who our favorite guests were this season. Let's. I'm gonna go last because I, I feel I can get a better idea of who to say. So we'll go in reverse order. Let's start with Manny. I loved everybody that was on, so don't take this you know personally or anything. But the ones that I was really engaged with were uh, Prime. He's <laughs> very good. Maxwell, which is a good friend of yours. He was yeah. Enthusiasm. <laughs> uh carl 90s nick tube and yes. also he's a really nice dude i, I actually yes. got to talk to him a few times on instagram as well cool andrew i just love andrew because he he's really cool and <laughs> so laid back uh and the winner is kelsey from slime and slasher oh nice she has a really nice energetic personality she so does. i just he's a lot she, of fun that. she was yeah. awesome on the rugrats episode <laughs> mm-hmm. thank you jordy yeah, so I think, uh, I mean, overall, I mean, always some of my favorite episodes are the, uh, I guess I should start by saying, uh, do take mine personally, whatever ones I choose. He said, don't take his personally. I say, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's always fun to have the, the you know, host from shows back on, characters from shows back on. So the anniversaries are usually some of my favorite episodes uh, to watch, um, but as far as like outside of the celebrity cast, um, I'd say Maxwell is a really funny guy, uh, friend of yours. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, just hearing kind of the difference in like, you know, nostalgia between U.S. nostalgia versus Australian nostalgia and stuff and him kind of like blending in things from Australia and stuff. I think it's just kind of cool to hear from his perspective. He's got great energy, too. And uh, obviously, I I edit most of the uh, Nightmares as a Child episodes. So, you know, it's always fun to have somebody new in the mix outside of you know me and brett yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah it's uh it was cool um and then uh i can't remember her name i, I feel bad but she okay. was the uh the contestant for uh guts Kristen uh, kirk Chris- yeah christian okay Kristen. 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 there's a lot okay. of Kristens on the season and <laughs> yeah there was there was true um but yeah no i just it's, it's always cool to hear the contestants um from the game shows perspectives and you know all the way from just signing up or you know to get your slot on the show mm-hmm. hearing about how they hear about it in their local area you know which i guess she she moved into the area didn't really know nickelodeon from you know living outside the area but she moved in locally to orlando i guess it was and yeah she started to see the show so i guess you know, that's always cool to hear i couldn't imagine like that as a kid you just move into a town see a local show and end up on it like within a few weeks that must be interesting awesome. yeah <laughs> talk of the school instant <laughs> popularity you know <laughs> all you have to do is wear that gut shirt and you're your top top dog bring your little mini aggro crag you can judge yeah. you <laughs> yeah she was a lot of fun um she and was. i'm just i'm just gonna hint at this uh before we get to our season four stuff uh but this is not the last time you'll hear from her yeah oh mm-hmm. which which we did hint at a bit uh yeah in the, the episode, episode with three. her yep. Uh, yep, those are my tops yeah so okay yeah. alex uh well 
the podcasters that uh, uh, Manny had mentioned are, well, both that Manny had mentioned and the guests that uh, Jordy had mentioned are all amazing. Every guest that we've had this season, I am incredibly, incredibly grateful for. So thank you to everyone who came out. Uh, I know that's a very PC answer, but <laughs> it is the truth. I am incredibly grateful for everyone who came in. But there are, uh, like Manny had said, there were a few that I just really connected with and was really honored to be a part of and that happens more for me with the nickelodeon celebrities mm -hmm. not not to say that i'm not grateful for the podcasters but my networking wheelhouse is usually the celebrities and uh brett's networking wheelhouse is the podcasters we've we both kind of have our own dynamic with those particular groups mm -hmm. and um though the group that really hit me the most is the roundhouse gang. Mm. Uh, I had been talking with them for a very, very long time. That, that episode had been in the works for over a year. And uh, I had been talking with them for over a year and planning it out. And um, I've done the interviews with several of them uh, solo on my other channel. So I, there, there was already a rapport and it was cut at the very end of the episode. So you didn't really get to see it, but at the very end, when they all had said, Reprise the, reprise the theme song and roll the credits i was tearing up uh, it, it was it got it gave me chills yeah, so yeah. that i just mm, it kiss. gets to you it gets to you you know just yeah. all, all these years later hearing them say the catchphrase oh you know, man it, it I, gets, yeah i had watched it again just in prep for this episode for the segment and it still brought me to tears for it but um catherine mangan from legends of the hidden temple uh also from keenan and kel uh she i've also had the opportunity to speak with her and she's amazing so it was fun to hear from her uh and mark wiener yeah. just, just mark wiener uh we usually connect with closer with one particular celebrity almost a season i can't even remember i don't even think we have laughed as hard as we did in any episode than we did with Mark Wiener. I mean, we were all in stitches. Probably the only person who wasn't in stitches was his son. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> He's like, save space, save space. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it too. That was surreal. I mean, um, with me talking with Mark over the years and me actually talking to him face to face on the, on the call, it was just unbelievable. So I totally understand how you feel, Alex. It's amazing. Yeah, such a pleasure to have all of you guys there with us. It just the 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 energy was just explosive and positive all around. You like the episode, huh? <laughs> I like the episode. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, any others, Alex? Uh, no. Well, uh, also uh, Kristen, who was voice of Little Bear, yeah. uh, which was over on our Patreon. So sorry for those of you who don't have Patreon. There's some motivation for it. She was so sweet and very. was very positive. I mean, it, it, she is Little Bear personified, just about. <laughs> and uh, it, it was it was such a blessing to get to speak with her, and, and we hope to have her again as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I know it's it's a tough it's tough to pick. There's a ton of people here, like wow, uh, dozens. Where do I even start? Well, I can start at the top because I really appreciated having my friend Justin and Views to Milo both on the Salute Shorts episode. 
uh, that was a little tricky to coordinate, um, especially considering that I was on vacation at the time and we had to record it a month in advance before releasing it. But I really love the dynamic that we introduced here, or at least um, solidified where we have both fans and um, celebrities kind of meeting in the middle on our podcast so that we can see the, the same topic from multiple perspectives in addition to ours. Uh, so I really appreciated just having Venus meet Justin for the first time and each share some of their favorites that meant something to them. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll have both of them on more in the future for Salute Your Shorts episodes or in Justin's case, maybe for other topics as well. Um, some others that stick out to me, although I really do love everyone, and I'm not just saying that, I actually love everyone who's able to, who's willing to work with us. Uh, on these episodes because I know scheduling can be a real pain sometimes. Yep. Um, I, I want to give a shout out to my wife, Monica. She was she was a class act for both the Treehouse of Horror and the Michael Jackson Elimination Bracket episodes. Um, just a great time to bond with her and I really appreciate her support on this podcast journey so far even from the get-go when I was unsure if I wanted to pursue this. So thank you very much, Monica, for being there for me. Um, Mark Wiener as well, and Max and Manny. That was such an unexpected surprise and joy to just let loose and have fun and really, really feed off of that energy. And I'm so glad we did that. And now I'm inspired to do more Wienerville episodes for our schedule. That, that was the fastest confirmation for any <laughs> guest we have ever had. Yeah. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. It was minutes. Minutes within sending the email, he had sent to one back and said, "Let's do it." Like, gosh, whoa! I had whiplash. If all of them could be like that, it's <laughs> usually it takes a, a day or a few hours at the least. No, that one was minutes. Yeah, yeah. I also appreciate Andrew coming back on the podcast. I know he's yeah. doing his thing with Joey on VOC, and they have their own core group of listeners. But I'm I'm just glad we share this friendship and rapport uh, working together because I used to be a guest on their podcast for a few years until I felt the confidence to kind of go on our path with Splat Attack. So thank you, Andrew, for being here and Joey as well from the previous season. And if you ever want to uh, be on our podcast again, you're more than welcome to join us. Um, and you, we'll see if we could fit you in for anything you want. I'm thankful uh, for them because yeah. I wouldn't have met you guys if it wasn't for them, so. Yeah, I wouldn't have met you, Manny, or my wife because their Wienerville episode <laughs> is where we all converged and magic happened. It's unbelievable. And like I said, I sent them a message back in 2019 and they finally got back to me in 2021. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Better late than never. No, no, <laughs> I'm, th years. I'm thankful for it too. Yeah, so yeah. It's great. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Prime of Prime Nostalgia. Uh, I know it was difficult not having him on the Holly episode because schedules didn't line up back in season one, but I'm happy that we made up for it with those two episodes we did this season with my brother, me, and Michael Jackson bracket. Um, also want to have him back on again if he ever wants to talk uh, certain topics with us. Also, RJ, thank you for being a good sport despite the, the bashing on episode 16 and coming back for episode 37. I love you dearly, and we'll have you back on if you want to be on. Yeah, he was fun. He cracks me up every single time he's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that wraps it up for favorite guests. Uh, let's move on to some of our stats for anyone who's interested in that. Uh, so as of this afternoon, um, I had a chance to go through all of our episodes, both on Podbean, which is our podcast hub where everything feeds into, and YouTube, uh, and also Patreon, to see what's doing well and what's not doing so well. 
So starting off, uh, we have the most listened to episode on our main timeline, apparently on YouTube, is the Roundhouse 30th anniversary with 2,134 views. Hooray! Whoop! It's we more have like a, an audience cue button around here in the, in the tank. Ed- just yeah, edit in some clapping or something. Yeah, or, or the... Or the air horn or like a Vuvuzela or something. <laughs> I'm just um, add a didgeridoo as well. Just get yeah. all the sounds going. You know? Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> Wrong <you>. show. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our second best um, anniversary right behind Are You Afraid of the Dark, the Roundhouse it one. It is. It is. It goes to, sh- it goes to show that the, the fandom, the fan base is out there. As long as mm-hmm. we... You know, anyone delivers the content and does it well, they'll come out of the woodwork to uh, support us, which I appreciate. And the third best of the entire series was the space cases. Yes, that that one had a surprising jump near the end of season two, too. And I'm really happy that people came together and commented on the video and, you know, lent their memories and suggestions as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about what we have planned for season four at the end, but space cases might be involved. Um, for Podbean... Our most listened to episode on the main timeline is actually the Salute Your Shorts episode with 717 downloads. And I'm sure everyone was really excited to hear Venus de Milo show up on there. And it was just at the right point of the year where things were winding down with summer and you got those summer camp vibes. So it, it worked out in our favor that it happened to air then. Uh, for most listened to episode on Patreon, we <laughs> this is an interesting answer. Um, this is episode B8, which is Are You Afraid of the Dark versus Goosebumps, Laughing in the Dark versus One Day at Horrorland. And I say in parentheses on technicality with 60 views because we had a security breach uh, way back in August. And we didn't understand why random people were viewing our unlisted YouTube videos. So... We had to play with some things there and people are still like saving it to playlists and it got all messy. So um, unfortunately we can only say that on technicality and not on merit because those are inflated views and people should have not watched it. Shame on you. If you did, you're supposed to pay for that legitimately and support us, you pirates. But, um, but in all seriousness, um, on merit our Michael Jackson elimination bracket, specifically the, the first part got the most with 24 views. So I'm glad that we took a risk with that. Cause that was Monica's suggestion actually to do that based off of the prime nostalgia episode of the same title. Um, it, because our Gakoids really found it interesting. It was the first time we did an elimination bracket. First time we did Michael Jackson. Uh, it was a lot of work. But I think the results speak more for themselves, <laughs> for better or for worse. And you can put that as a, as a milestone in Spyatech history. Um, I just want to mention for these Patreon episodes, unfortunately, there's no way yet for me to track downloads or listens uh, through their audio software. So we have no stats for you there. Sorry, it might change in the future. But for now, you know, it's just up to you guys to let us know. So the most listened to episode, according to our minisodes, is surprise for both YouTube and Podbean, episode M10, Nightmares as a Child, Zeba the Clown, with 506 views. Uh, Podbean, I believe, had 210, but because we had a little issue there where uh, Jordy was kind of helping me publish it, then unpublish it, then publishing it again, it's more like 360 downloads on Podbean. So it's it's more than what it appears. Either way, people love Zebo. People love Jordy's story on it, maybe my <laughs> illustrations too. I don't understand the appeal of it, but I'm glad that it uh, worked out for you. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that that was the one that uh, ended up getting the most views. I 
I think it's just a combination of a lot of different things. I think it's Zebo brings in a large party. It's, you know, yeah. it's Zebo. He's a mainstay of Are You Afraid of the Dark? You see that thumbnail, you want to click on it. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's uh, your illustrations were fun. I mean, that was, it's always cool, you know, to see things from your own life kind of depicted in the art style. So since it was like my story and having, yeah, exactly, Brett, uh, you know, do the art. It's cool to see, you know, things through that lens, right? You know, it's almost like yeah. seeing yourself Simpsonized or Rocco's Modern Life eyes, but I got wow. Brett Wilson art <laughs> eyes. I feel <laughs> very honored and humbled by that comment, Jory. Thank you. Yeah, of course, like, of course. I, I thought... I mean, I felt this way with Space Cases and Double Dare when we did it. Like, oh, crap. I feel like this is not going to be a good episode. No one's going to watch it. And then all of a sudden it blows up. So sometimes our personal opinions or personal perspectives don't always line up with the public opinion. And it's, <laughs> it's nice to see that there is support for Nightmares as a Child. That might change my decision for something I'll mention later. Yeah, please. Everybody let us know because, you know, we really want to know what the feeling is on that. So, yeah, we, we can't tell on our own. We need to hear it from both sides. And if you want more stories, please submit them. We want to hear yeah. what happened to you guys when you were yeah. young and you watched these episodes. And it doesn't have to be Nick, like I always yeah. say. It can I be think, anything. I think Ghostface on YouTube, if I remember correctly, mentioned that he wanted to do a Super Specs themed Nightmares as a Child, but I don't know if it was him and I don't know if his comment got buried in the comments on YouTube. If anyone out there has actually contacted us um, or at least expressed their opinion of doing a video, just email us. It's the most direct way to get in touch with us. If you actually want to do uh, a video or if you want to record yourself, just talk to either me or Alex and we'll work something out to make it happen. We want to work with you. It's just it's kind of hard to meet in the middle when everyone's <laughs> all scattered or they forget. There's so many places for the messages to fly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. emails definitely the best place. Agreed. Uh, so for, oh, I guess we're going to uh, least listened episodes now uh, for each category. So least listened to episode for the main timeline. I think this is due to technicality as well because we had a similar situation with episode 26 last season. Uh, it would be episode 39, the Tomorrow People, the Culex Experiment. It got 40 views on YouTube and 70 downloads on Podbean. And honestly, I think that's just due to not having a lot of time before this overview, which yeah. We, yeah, we, we can't really do released, much about that. Yeah, we just released that episode, so it's it'll it'll grow in time. Yeah. I mean, like just like with uh, episode 26 for season two, remembering forgotten uh, Nick Game shows and then the Nick Arcade Theory anniversary at the end of season one, they just need time to gain traction or for people to find them. Like yeah. both of those shot up by the hundreds after a few months so you know maybe maybe when people start listening to the origin story and then jump to Culex experiment or just watch some tomorrow people on youtube or their dvds they might want to go watch that and uh mm. that, that'll help give it more attention that it deserves so for our least listened to episode on patreon we have um unfortunately episode b9 hey arnold ghost bride episode review with only eight views and i no get yeah, no data on the Podbean. So, what I have to say about that is that I'm I'm disappointed because there are a couple of people who are like, "Hey, you need more Harold on the podcast." I'm like, "Okay, you just gotta wait. We're we're planning something." And when Salute Shorts Curse Skull didn't work out due to scheduling, we decided to swoop in and put Harold in there. But I figured Ghost Bride would be like a really scary urban legend to talk about. Turns out, I didn't realize it was like at the end of the series. So not a lot of Harold fans were familiar with that, those stories, and 
right uh, yeah you know you get the, you the, the train episode more often than you get the... i would have done haunted train and i really wanted to but something about the ghost bride episode really yeah me with it's like darker tone no i so, love them all i think every good. every yeah. yeah yeah every horror thing in hey arnold every little like halloween episode or supernatural yeah. episode i think was one of my standout favorites and i yeah. that's why i was so surprised that this one didn't get as many views i mean maybe maybe give some time and yeah. it'll get and, there and but... plus the fact that it was halloween and we had a lot of stuff that we were doing in halloween right yeah, yeah. it was that's, it was in true. between rugrats and simpsons so it could have just got lost in the thick of things and maybe the thumbnail wasn't as recognizable i know the the guest who we wanted on the show who couldn't make it wanted to see Helga on the thumbnail but I was like but that would give away the twist I don't want to do that so I just want to keep it ambiguous but I guess that's not enough to entice people so be you sorry it um, happens but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was actually say, one of my favorites of the season so I oh say, good yeah 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 exactly I just but at least it's still Alex's appreciated story his ghost story had me in chills yes. Yeah, no, I love it, that it too. did. I mean, just to have a recording of a ghost whispering. Oh yeah, it was creepy. That, that should have been a nightmares as a child, except nightmares <laughs> as a teenager or something. Whenever, <laughs> well, did that. if it was a nightmare, it would be. But it was uh, reality. <laughs> I reality like the uh, the night vision story. I think that one was the funnier one to me when you had to sit your friend down and break it down to him that no, there's no, nothing. <laughs> 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 there's nothing happening here. This is just <laughs> every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will say that this won't be the last of Hey Arnold. We're going to do more creepy Hey Arnold oh, yeah. urban legends. We, we're going to have a top five for them. We're going to do Haunted Train, definitely some more, maybe Headless Cabbie. Uh, we just need more feedback from you guys. And part of you signing up on Patreon, too, helps us get that support because now that we're gaining more traction, we're going to be doing more things on both ends. So, you know, just be here and uh, do what you can to keep us growing because we're here to make stuff for you, not for us. Be loud. Uh, be yes. loud. And proud. <laughs> Wear your slime on your chest with pride. <laughs> or Gak. <laughs> or Floam. <laughs> so uh, the least listened to episode for Minisodes, unfortunately, is episode M19, which is favorite McDonald's commercials with 45 views. And that might suffer from uh, something similar to what Tomorrow People is ex experiencing. Not enough time to really grow. But uh, maybe that's just the time as well where Sam's getting too too giddy to be comprehensible and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, needs to take a time out and let someone else take his space. <laughs> Which, again, we'll, we'll be addressing when we get to a little later part of the season or the uh, yeah. episode. Yeah, I, I don't think it was a bad episode, personally. I no. just had a very hard time hearing you guys. So hopefully, you know, we can figure out audio stuff for that. Oh, yeah. I, mean, well, I laughed so first. hard when uh, he said, it makes me want to fight crime. And you were like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I laughed out loud. <laughs> you gotta love uh, kid candid moments like that. So we're going to move on to some challenges of doing this podcast for season three. Because, you know, it's it's good to mention the, the positives of doing this. But it's also good to get a more holistic view of what's going on behind the scenes as well. So you... Slimesters and Gakoids know what we're going through. Um, and that's that's not to like bring the mood down. It's just to give you a, a better understanding. So uh, I, I do have to mention that wearing all the hats as like producer, writer, editor, social media promoter, illustrator is very exhausting. Um, and there are many points 
just like previous seasons where I've wanted to quit and say, I can't do this anymore. Alex has, has to go on without me, but I, I stuck through it. I kept, you know, telling myself it's going to pay off. You just got to get some time and get through the road bumps, no matter how bumpy they are. And also Monica was very good at giving me some pep talks to just keep me strong, even if I was in a hole. So I, I appreciate that, and nothing worthwhile comes easy, so it's just a matter of time, persistence, and faith to make it all possible. Um, I, I would like it <laughs> if I could get some more help with some duties so I'm just not doing as much, um, but we can talk about that later. And for those of you Slimesters, when, when we started this, it was just Brett and I, and um, I, I wanted to do more, but I didn't have the time for it. Uh, because with working a full-time job and teaching and having two boys and having a wife and in the middle of a move and all these other things, I, I didn't have the time for it. So Brett took up most of it because he had more time available than I did. And it's still very, very in that same boat. Uh, only now Brett has less time than he did before. And again, it was just the two of us. Now, Slimesters, you're you're looking at a full staff. We've 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 doubled, and uh, we're able we're, we're able to <laughs> we're we're able to share that responsibility now. And there's a lot of what we did this season we wouldn't have been able to do without Jordy. So and and I mentioned that in our last season three over or season two overviews. So thank you, Jordy, and thank, thank you, you, Manny, for coming on board to help us out with our future endeavors. So yeah, of course, of course. It, it, yeah. Many hands make light work, and I'm glad that we're with two people who are very passionate about this kind of thing. So we know we've got some good people with us. Agreed, makes a big difference, yeah. and hopefully, it yeah. just keeps growing as the years go by for this podcast, and we gain more traction. You know, maybe we'll have a whole army of a hundred people helping us. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I'm 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 ambitious. I'm optimistic, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just you know, just like you guys. I think it's just the same thing. You know, everyone's we're just both passionate about wanting to keep nickelodeon's best years alive and you know be keep it as authentic as possible because i mean honestly if the fans don't do it it's not like nickelodeon's really keeping up much it's on up their end <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah, yeah and it just disappears into history i mean some of this stuff is it's already like hard to Ooh. get you know i mean season three of pete and pete will that oh. ever come out on dvd nobody ever knows <laughs> it's in a warehouse in new jersey somewhere please anyone if you have any famous or you're a lawyer that specializes in entertainment media help us out I'm i feel like a tactical specialist that can like you know get in and out unnoticed you know yeah <laughs> aka this crowbar Get some ski masks and crowbars. We'll make a weekend out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Call up Alan Strange. See what Alan Strange is doing these days. See if he can yep. slide in there, grab some stuff for us. There you go. Or uh, tomorrow people can teleport food. in and take it out for us. There you go. <laughs> yep. Cleanest one. There you go. <laughs> right into the point. Yep. Um, I don't mind I... some mirror fluid on my DVD. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to clean those up. But anyways, um, another challenge that I've experienced during the season is making and changing YouTube, Podbean, and Instagram thumbnails multiple times. Uh, I, I'm the kind of person who likes to plan ahead and kind of do everything before we jump into the next season so that we're prepared. 
unfortunately, life doesn't work that way. Life is not perfect and all neat and tidy like that. So there are times where I have to change something where maybe an image doesn't convey exactly what we want to convey and I have to change it and, you know, run it by Alex to see what's more effective. We did that for the Treehouse of Horror one in particular, changed that a couple of times. Or there's instances where we have to change up episode topics completely um, and we just have to come up with something new that still encapsulates encapsul it, kind of like with episode 29 uh, of, our, of this season, which we'll talk about more later. Uh, so it's just being able to at least have something in place and being able to roll with the changes that get you through it at the end of the day. And even if it's tough, even if I have to do even another set of thumbnails because YouTube decided to make curved rectangles instead of square ones that messed up our borders, you know, just do your best to get through it and uh, people will notice and appreciate the little details like that. <laughs> um, I do want to also mention that whew, uh, we, we did have a lot of two-parters this season. Uh, slightly more than the previous season where we had uh, the Sam Reacts two-parter for Halloween and the Michael Jackson two-parter. So we've officially had a two-parter for every format or every timeline of our podcast, go figure. And that one was just an, a beast. I did not expect it to go like four and a half hours of recording oh, time. Yeah. And I don't know how I survived doing it, but it was many very long days and sometimes waking up in the middle of the night because I couldn't sleep because I was thinking about the episode and had to get through it. And I'm very thankful that we survived. So um, I think I was on Patreon. I was worried about that one. Yeah. Uh, I was worried about that one in, po in uh, uh, pre-production because the, the, for those who, Slimesters, this was right before Brett was getting married. Mm -hmm. So he had planned this and then went and spent some time with his now not ghost bride. <laughs> and uh, I was going over this list with my wife and I'm going, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a booger to, to edit. I know this is because this is going to be a long recording session. And I was hoping to get with Brett beforehand and say, we, we're going to have to pare this down. But we just never had an opportunity to really sit down and discuss it because of you know life. I mean, he was busy and I was busy with the holidays. And then once we got to do the the, the actual episode of recorded, it was four and a half hours. It was four hours plus. I'm going, oh, man, he's going to. As gonna, long as Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's going to hate putting this together. He'll <laughs> like it at first and then feel the strain. And he did. But, yeah. man, he pulled through and came out with two great, with one great two-part episode. So, well done. Thank you. I think you and I have both cut our teeth on epic episodes now that we each have one under our belt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Oh, I do want to mention that sometimes segments don't always kind of hit or last long. Uh, I just want to, you know, call attention to that because we're always trying new ways to, um, engage with our audience outside of the topic. And that's why we have segments to kind of make it more fun. Like think fast to make the great is a, is a staple of our show, this or that, uh, say what, like those seem to be the most popular ones. Mona's mailbag is kind of hit and miss. It really depends on who's willing to submit feedback through us through the many channels. Uh, but it's, it's still surviving. So we're grateful for that. But unfortunately there are some segments that just didn't really pan out or were proving not to be worth the effort. Like guess the artifact. It was a fun idea to do like a where's Waldo of legends and temple artifacts, but it's, you know, being the internet, it's a very easy way for people to cheat and get a free, item that they didn't have to pay for and i realized you know what i don't want to give this merch to people who don't appreciate it let alone pay for it so goodbye i guess that artifact maybe we'll bring you back for in some other form maybe non-prize related but just gonna make it work um 
Same with Nick Newsreel. We haven't really used that that often outside of Space Cases or our alternate Nick Arcade episode. I might might mention it in um, our next episode just because we had some developments today that were very exciting and unexpected. But aside from that, it's very hard to find new Nick news for people that is interesting and related to the 90s. I mean, other than them building resorts and expanding their brands to like things we don't really care about, it's most of it's not worth covering. Um, well, even if a couple of segments died out or lost their luster this season, I, I do want to mention that I'm very happy that we still made some new ones or at least changed mm -hmm. some of them. Like now, we've been doing shout outs since episode four, um, which is the favorite 90s Nick Jr. shows. But now that it's got its official segment, it just feels better that we got some you know, like some music and a background and a, and a title card for it. So I'm, I'm really happy that came together and is continuing to be a, a growing segment for us. Uh, in addition, I'm really pleased with the wild card results, uh, uh, you know, the title card, the theme, the graphics. So I, I would love to find new ways to continue to use that in some way. Um, so Alex and I, you know, you guys too, Jordy, maybe, maybe we can brainstorm some ways to use the special element of randomness that it, it comes with to make an episode interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we didn't do ready to, I mean, a retro replay that much this season. I think we did it once, maybe twice tops for, um, I know we did it for David the Gnome on Patreon, but I would like to bring that back or at least do it uh, a little bit more often for season four. Brett and I have some really, really lofty ideas of what we want Splat Attack to achieve. Uh, we've already continued to try to build the community of Nickelodeon uh, content creators in general. But um, this podcast is really something that Brett and I want to be able to do full time. Uh, so that way, this is our job. Mm -hmm. uh, and it will be a lot easier on us to be able to come up with content for you guys in a more timely fashion and more to do. Uh, and also if we wanted to be able to also be able to support those who are supporting us like Jordy and Manny and anyone else who comes on board. Plus we want to be able to have some really fun giveaways and games. And we want to have our own splat attack studio. Uh, I want to have a splat con. I want to be the first podcast to ever have its own convention. But again, that, that's all big lofty things, but we have some really fun ideas and we have more things that we want to do for you. We just need more support. So if you're, as always, if you enjoy our content, please consider supporting our Patreon We've got some pretty big announcements about Patreon coming very, very soon in the episode. Mm -hmm. Yes. Could you imagine bringing, you know, just like the whole crew of a show, or you know, for like we do for the anniversary episodes into oh, an yeah. actual studio? Yes. We can, and the we dynamic can... you could have, you know, the games I mean, you could play. <laughs> even if we just had our own studio space and Alex and I and Manny and you drive to you know, once a week and we get the whole roundhouse family over there. We can do our own roundhouse thing. Imagine how people would go nuts over that. We <laughs> can make that possible. Just party. help us. Yeah. 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 Same with Are You Afraid of the Dark or Space Cases or any group of people from whatever Nick show out there who wants to join in on our mission. We're starting from the ground up, brick by brick, and we'll do whatever it takes to get there. So many hands make light work. Help us on our mission. We believe in the slime-filled past, and we want to make it our present and future. Okay, so getting that business out of the way. 
Uh, well, not exactly because I gotta talk about the merch store. <laughs> so we have plans to shift over from Bonfire to like a legitimate merchandise store that would be more encompassing than just T-shirts and mugs. That didn't happen. We had good intentions, but we were just so busy juggling all the hats and between me getting married and going on vacation and having limited time between Alex and I to do everything we wanted to do. It just unfortunately fell through the cracks. Um, but all is not for lost because until we find a better solution, better storefront, whatever, something that's easy to manage, uh, I, I, we can still do bonfire. I mean, there's no way to delete it, so I can't if I wanted to. <laughs> But the good thing is I kind of know how it works still. And I already uploaded our season four merch there. So if you want to support us, you can get a jump on it before anyone else and have bragging rights by getting a season four Splat Attack logo shirt or get a season three one since you missed out on it. Um, the the know, merch stuff is not out of the question. It's yeah. just, again, with so many things that we've got going on it's and, just hard. Only, and only with the two of us and now going to the four of us, it's going to take a bit of time, but again, any support that you have, including Team Slimesters and Team Gakoid and anything like that, that would be very helpful. And also, Brent and I had shared some t-shirt design ideas between Seasons 2 and 3. Uh, we still have those. We just haven't been able to utilize them yet, but we do have some fun t-shirt designs, and the more we grow, the more likely it is that we'll bring more merch in. But yeah. Yeah, I still I still have a crap ton of stickers from um, my Brett Wilson art days, which are no longer existent. But if anyone really wants them, you're free to message me. And you know, once we get the Splat Attack store up and running, we can we can put those stickers on there. I can put my posters on there if you really want a Pete and Pete salute your shorts, are you afraid of the dark? Ren, Stimpy, Doug, Rugrats, Nick Arcade, you name it. Poster. Uh, I got Splat Attack stickers here. Come and get them. Just help us make the merch store. Because uh, it's it's tough to build on our own. Uh, similar conversations, Patreon. We just we need your support. We appreciate your support. Thank you for su your support. Oh, you got one too. Yes, that's right. <laughs> They're fun. Um, moving on. Uh, yeah, we don't need to go over that. I, I mean, a, a lot of people ask us about our guests and uh who we can get for particular topics and i can't always guarantee who we can get we try our best to re reach out to them sometimes we get no response sometimes we get no they're not interested they moved on to other things or you know maybe we just have rescheduling issues where we think they're going to join us at first and they tell us they can't do it because something came up which is understandable i mean everyone's a busy adult here and while, while it stinks that we may not have guests for certain episodes that we've done or we want to do, we're doing our best to just keep moving forward and uh, getting whoever we can who connects with us and believes in our mission. So the short answer to address those questions, Slimesters and Gatcoids, I know some of you would like certain people on this podcast that are of a celebrity status. We can't always guarantee that, but... When so we're able we. Yeah. <laughs> Very much. Whenever whenever we're able to get them on for you, just consider it a bonus. Um, and hopefully you enjoy our episodes where there's no guests, where Alex and I really get to show our true colors as podcast co-hosts and get into some more intimate, personal, fun things that you may not necessarily experience when we're giving our guests the spotlight. So, yeah. I kind of like those, too. <laughs> Jordy, what were you saying? I was, I was going to say, if you pray really hard 
and <laughs> wish upon a star maybe kirk frog <laughs> kirk, kirk frog, frog? <laughs> is he related maybe, to kermit the frog uh, maybe kermit the frog will come by and deliver uh, kirk fog on you know from why are there's so many <laughs> contestants in the moat that would have been great now i'm just imagining if why you can't know, kermit would have came out the other side Oh, I love it. <laughs> a Muppets the rooms are crossover. filled with lost treasures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of Olmec's voice, let's have Kermit the Frog's voice. <laughs> the You're Muppets are too afraid them. to go. Muppets are too afraid to go in the temple, except for Gonzo. I just want to go. I I disagree. I think Miss Piggy can hold her own. She would karate kick all those temple guards to Kingdom oh, Come. Yeah, Miss would. Piggy would be the temple guard. What in the oh, yeah, They're all just little Miss Piggies, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it would be awesome to have some of the, the, some of the people that haven't been on so far, but you know, it's just getting the reach to get them out there and, yeah. you know, if anybody knows anyone in, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, if, if anyone knows anyone, then, you know, feel free to point them in our direction. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I, I think this this one might be a little bit moot because we mentioned it before uh, on how I felt the Nightmares as a Child episodes weren't doing so well, but it seems like people seem to be enjoying them despite not really having a lot of feedback on them. So that's, that's still kind of up in the air whether we're going to continue that for season four or not. I feel like I don't want to because I don't want to be hogging all the attention. But if we can get some more stories from different people, it can live on, and I can just pepper some of mine in there too. Yeah, really definitely. Yeah. Also, I do want to address that we we tried something a little different as well uh, this season with Wacky Dingo, which is our unofficial Nick Shorts. I did have plans to do many more than what we output. We only have two, unfortunately, karate and live stream, and I did have a third one called Bedtime, but I I really did not have the time to finish animating that putting all the sound together stuff with all the things i've been doing plus we had to squeeze in an extra patreon episode so uh, i hate to admit it it just fell by the wayside i would like to do more but that's just going to have to be updated on its own time whenever and not stick to a schedule um if there's any animators out there who want to work with us just hit us up maybe you can help us lighten the load or or even just get, you know, we can get some independent shorts from people who want to submit them and we can do them as like bumper or fillers or make a short section playlist on our YouTube. We're open to that as well if it helps with uh, audience engagement. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from challenges of this podcast for the season, how about some surprises? Maybe some things that we didn't expect to happen but ended up happening. <laughs> uh, Jordy, you're, you're very eager about that, so would you like to share? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, so the surprises i mean it's uh, i mean every season's got its own surprises in store for you i think uh it was october was just a crazy month you know it's uh pushing as much content as we did nightmares as a child i know my birthday is at that time brett's weddings at that time uh, alex alex's birthday as well as at that time my girlfriend's birthday is at that time it's his wife's like, birthday oh yeah, my god yeah, october. <laughs> so october in general is just a surprise no matter how much you try to prep for it and get ready but uh you yeah. know it still i think came out great you know it's just it was a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing I really enjoyed was podcast collaboration this season. Yeah. Uh, not only with obviously our podcast guests like Up All Night Podcast, Slime and Slashers. Um, I, I did a Thanksgiving episode with Cassandra Explains It All and Dr. Katz that I really loved. 
Uh, we also had Ready to Retro with our Keenan Kel Turkey Day, which was actually our Thanksgiving episode for season five, but they did it. So we're like, well, that's checked off. <laughs> and um, of course, I joined Max for the JDF tribute. So I, I really appreciate having more opportunities to work with these people who are becoming our friends through just our yeah. passion of all these 90s nostalgic topics. Um, we also got to do the Ghost Island review of Ari Faye the Dark reboot with Old School Lane. Um, might be a hot take for many of you younger fans, but we stick by our opinions. We we know what we're talking about. We're seasoned vets. So take a, take of it what you will. And then, uh, of course, most recently, the 90s Baby podcast, which one of our patrons, uh, Kevin, is a part of. He interviewed me for underrated uh, Nickelodeon shows. So it, it was fun to really engage with him on that and learn more about him through the process and just see another perspective on 90s Nick history. Uh, in addition, I mean, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the spokesperson for se episode season three here, Alex, Manny, or Jordy, you can jump in since you all have the notes, uh, but we did have some episode changes. Alex, do you want to tell our audience a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. So for the legends of the hidden temple episode, which was episode 29, we had a guest that I had been speaking with over on Facebook and over on uh, Instagram for quite a while. And his schedule is, is crazy, crazy busy. And he was going to be on our episode and then he had something come up and he wasn't able to be a part of the episode. Unfortunately, this time uh, he is still very much on board with wanting to be on the podcast at some point. So we had to find somebody very, very quickly to fill in that spot, that legends of the hidden temple spot. And I happened to know a green monkey. So uh hollered at Catherine Mangan, who I hadn't spoken with before. And she was very very happy to come on board and and share with us her experience and uh then also our patreon episode um uh, uh, episode nine we were going to be having salute shorts uh the cursed skull episode i don't want to say who was going to be on this episode yet because that's going to be for a future uh episode but uh, we did have a couple of guests who are going to be on board and same thing scheduling conflict and we tried to reschedule but things just didn't work out and not for the timely manner that we were going to have so we just switched it up and uh I, we went with the um ghost bride i think was what we had decided to yeah. do that yeah, with that episode yeah. is either that or old man corcoran and just the the whole process of trying to substitute was very difficult for us, like just trying to decide the topic quickly. We also considered nightly neighbors from Are You Afraid of the Dark. Yeah. Um, we reached out to a ton of different guests in our community. Some were willing to do it. And even my friend Vaughn, who is across the pond, we tried to make it work. But because of our schedule, just, you know, we, that it's just like life. You try to do the best. But at the end of the day, you know, everything can't be perfect. And it's just yeah. whatever you're given, you got to work with. And we and, ended up doing that as a solo episode, and it's still fine. Yeah, both episodes came out great. Even if it was least viewed, it's we'll consider it a hidden gem. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a good episode. It is still, oh, but there is no bad Spot Attack episode. I don't care what you say. Yeah, uh, but also speaking of episodes and how things have changed we had our first alternate episode this season mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know again scheduling conflicts uh at uh, the end of season one we were going to have uh, the 30th anniversary for nick arcade and phil moore was slated to be a part of the episode the day we were we went to record 
Fillmore didn't show. And we were wondering, where is he? Is he coming? Is he not coming? Because he's it's it, it's not like him to ghost. He, he's been very, very uh, open and excited about doing this. And I've heard wonderful things about him from other podcasters. So we decided to go ahead. We'll record the episode, just the two of us, and we'll put it out. If Phil Moore gets in contact with us, then we'll we'll see what he can do it. And the next day, he sent me a message going, oh, my gosh, I completely forgot about this. My my schedule was crazy and I, I it fell through the cracks. I am so sorry. Can we record this tonight? And so we recorded it that night. And that is the episode that ended up on our main timeline. So we had this whole other alternate version that Brett and I had recorded that wasn't going to be doing anything. And we talked about other things in that episode that we obviously didn't talk about when we did the episode with Phil Moore. So we did our first alternate episode that is only available over on Patreon also. I'm glad we did it. It was a lot of fun, both of them actually. And to compare them between season one and season three effects, it, it just really makes you realize how far we've come in such a short period of time. So you know, they're both worth checking out if you're a Nick Arcade fan or even just a Splatack fan. And also, we had talked quite a bit more about the Nick Arcade pilot yep. uh, more on the alternate episode than we did on the episode with uh, Phil Moore. Yeah, we, I, I was, yeah. was going to say, like, yeah, you guys like have there's so much in Nick Arcade, right, to cover that. I mean, just one episode isn't enough, right? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, having Mario so Brothers there on the pilot was interesting too. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just the games in themselves, like yeah. licensing, like the story, Format. like the <laughs> getting the kids comfortable with the crazy green screen room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to ask for him back in 1990, but uh, I'm I'm glad it happened because it it's definitely a staple of 90s Nick game show history. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's amazing even for its time that they could put all that technologically together. Cause it's not easy to even pull off something live like that nowadays, yeah. let alone <laughs> TV in the 90s with kids. There's yeah. a lot of complications there. It was unheard of, too. And it's it's like you said with Roundhouse, Nickelodeon was sort of like this alternate thing. I consider Roundhouse to be the hipper version of uh, Mickey Mouse uh, Clubhouse or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is, baby, this is baby stuff. I love Roundhouse. This is great. <laughs> edgy and fun. So MTV. I love it. So. It, does, it does feel like it came from MTV with the vibes it's, it's given mm-hmm. off. Absolutely. So we might talk about Roundhouse a little bit more at the end. You know, I want to bring up one thing quickly about Roundhouse. Um, I was having conversations with uh, Nick Splat on Facebook one time because I was asking questions about, like, do you have any Wienerville episodes? I'd love to have some or whatever. And uh, they messaged me back with a weird response. They said, do you remember Mark Wiener's chair? Wasn't that amazing? <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's Roundhouse, right? Then no yeah. response after that. <laughs> See, these are the people they're hiring for to do all this stuff. Okay. What? Exactly. Us. We're the real Us. ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the cat. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. Oh, my God. I do a good red impression because I, yes, I do. can change that. Great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dream <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing we'll be we'll be touching upon later when we make some oh. announcements. You gonna get John K? Uh, no. <laughs> oh no. 
but no, no. no. Surprise no. guest John K. Bring him out. No. Getting back on track. No. No. That one I draw a line at. I, I great, great with what he did with Brandon Stimpy. Yeah, I, no. I prefer Bob Camp and yes. the work he did. One hundred percent. Oh, <laughs> so this is an interesting addition for our surprises. Um, due to our scheduling conflicts, uh, based on an announcement we're going to talk about for season four. I had to throw in an extra bonus episode into Patreon that uh, not even I was expecting at first. So we actually technically have an episode B13. It's called uh, Top 5 Nick Game Shows. Go check it out on Patreon. Unfortunately, I didn't have the time to finish editing it, so only the raw recording exists as of right now, plus the show intro. Uh, if you're really interested in that, we definitely do a deep dive, well, a deeper dive than say focusing on one particular game show like we did with what were you do or nick arcade for this and uh, it was a lot of fun to cover some shows that we don't normally talk about that often i mean make the grade makes a return even get the picture wild and crazy kids which i know quite a few people want to want us to talk about so uh if you're interested in that head on over to patreon and it'll be done in about a couple of weeks hopefully with jordy's help because uh (laughs) We're going to be hitting the ground running pretty fast once this episode releases and we'll be getting to the premiere of season four. Uh, So be on the lookout for that one as well as we transition over. Uh, One one other surprise that I really appreciated is uh, gifts from guests. Uh, Alex, do you want to talk about that? Because you you got some of them as well as me. Okay, so we were not we don't go into this expecting merch uh, we go into this because we want the experience so we want to learn more about the shows that we loved and what it was like doing them behind the scenes things just we this is our gift i mean we love to do this but there have been three instances doing just this season alone where we've had our guests so grateful that we are so passionate about these things that they had taken the time to gift us with something um Carl, who uh, Manny had mentioned over on uh, from 90s Nick Tube, he had sent us uh, one of his replicas of the Legends of the Hidden Temple pendants. So thank you, Carl, for that. Thank you. Uh, Sean Munoz from Roundhouse uh, Season 3, he sent both Brett and I signed copies of the original script uh and and it's not just him it's the all the entire cast and crew of that episode so that's really hold, freaking awesome hold on let me like display these as you're talking about because they're literally right next to me um, so i've got have, mine hanging up in my office at work so oh, i can't <laughs> we have carl's nick tube legends replica da, 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 da. wow you know, which he scale. was selling and he still might have some. I don't know if he does yeah. or not, but if he, if he ever comes out, out, if he, if you want, you want one, hit him up. We also have the roundhouse script. I got, uh, which episode did I get? It's episode 1214. I don't know what that is. Air date 10, 9, Oh, well, That's the, so the cool point, though. the point is we got a script from them. That's pretty How it's crazy. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. And then, and, uh, uh, and Mark Wiener sent us a, a slew of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We, uh, we, see, we've Wienerville hats. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. That way, we're going to bring that back. That was way signed, too quick. Signed Wienerville <laughs> postcards of Dottie. <laughs> we've got 
Wienerville live shirts. Right here. Oop. I held that upside down. Wienerville t-shirts. Damn. Zoom. <laughs> oh my gosh. It just... You can always share the images. Yeah, I guess, just of them on just, the... Okay, oh, there, there you it's go. working. That okay, is awesome. We got the Wienerville t-shirt and it's got like bony on the back. Very cool. <laughs> and bony. because I appreciated Mark so much, I got this for our upcoming episode that we're doing on Patreon. So oh, I, yeah. I can finally squeak <laughs> my wiener. Yeah. <laughs> Wieners unite. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> surprises here and i'm just really thankful that people show their support in in that way to us that we're like doing something right with our content it means the world to us thank you yeah. and i'm also really another surprise is we never get feedback from our guests um i think the only person we've ever got feedback from was Catherine jersey after seeing the space cases episode but that's just because we keep in close contact anyway yeah. but um the the nickelodeon celebrities they're on the episode then they're gone i don't even know if they watch the episode after they've been a part of it mark wiener did and uh mark had sent us an email telling us how much he loved the episode how fun it was how much fun he had and how impressed he was with the overall professional look of the entire thing and it was after he saw the episode that he said hey what's your what's your address i'm gonna send you some stuff so that was very very sweet of him agreed thank you mark you're a lifelong fan of splat attack and we're a lifelong fan of you <laughs> just like roundhouse as well and carl um one thing i do want to note that was a surprise that worked pretty good is uh adding music to our segments I really feel like they enhance the, the professionalism and the refinedness of these. And I, we're just going to keep doing it with our, our segments as we go along, continuing to refine them with like the cool backgrounds. Maybe we'll get some like video graphic loops or some animations going on with here, the logos or something to just really keep upping the ante. We don't know yet, but we'll, we'll figure it out along the way. All I know is that as we're progressing, I like how everything's steadily evolving along with us on our journey. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think it's it's like uh, it's I mean it's a TV show on YouTube at this point, you know. Yeah. It's... I mean, if, if we get popular enough, we can just change it from Splat Attack Podcast to the Splat Attack Show. Or yeah, I mean it's it really is like a it's like a broadcast. It very much gives us broadcast vibes, right? Not just because it almost has kind of a live quality because yeah. of you know the way that the podcast is conducted but you know with intro bumpers outro bumpers all the things stitching it together you know just minus you know 15 minutes of ads right so, I mean, yeah. even you guys do commercial breaks too so it gives it like a part one and part two thing yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and exactly. i have noticed in our numbers that our patreon numbers not a patreon numbers our uh, podbean numbers are going down and our youtube numbers are going up <laughs> Mm, so yeah. people are starting to switch more to our video as opposed to our audio which <laughs> i am not upset with at all because we put a lot of time into editing mm -hmm. the video so very much and so, for the we, audio only people out there to be in mind that audio is definitely a concern too so you know it's both directions are being improved upon in season four so yeah. Don't yeah. think that it's abandonment of the uh, audio quality. Both are getting yeah. improved as time goes on. 
We, un we understand there's some nuanced differences between just being a listener and being a listener and a viewer. Um, so we're just doing our best to find that fine line of balance where we can, you know, service everyone in a way that they're getting what they came for, which is quality nostalgic content. Exactly. Yeah. So with that being said, let's move on to our top three favorite season three podcast moments. And we'll go in alphabetical order this time. So starting with Alex. Uh, okay, I'm going to breeze through these because we still have a lot to talk about and we're yeah. already getting pretty close. So yeah. top three, uh, Roundhouse uh, doing the uh, reprise of theme song, roll the credits is my absolute favorite. Uh, the segment, the this or that segment with Mark Wiener, uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, I, the other one that really pr cracked me up the most is when <laughs> Brett accidentally slimed himself during the scariest Rugrats episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. I know. I know he was frustrated, but it was cracking me up. Also, I got pink eye from keeping that gummy eyeball on my eye for the entire episode <laughs> after that. Oh. The things I do f just to change up the looks of us. Oh, man. I mean, for me, the top three podcast episodes moments really comes down to me getting in costume uh, for most of the episodes, more so than previous seasons. I feel like it was a lot of fun and it adds to the atmosphere. Uh, also, just how much the Wienerville episode made me laugh from start to finish. That was amazing. Um, and it, yeah, it's you're not going to find anything else like it anywhere else, which I'm very proud of. And also completing the Michael Jackson bracket and having it not suck. That was quite a monumental feat for the podcast and me. So it's, it's good to know that I can edit down four and a half hours of contents as something quality um, and not have it suffer in any way. So yeah, my, one of my favorite moments was, uh, it was from the Guts episode as well. It was the, the Guts mascot. When uh, oh, the yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's pretty you, goofy. You never see it in the entire show except for the one episode, and it's just like he's so strange and so weird. So <laughs> seeing all the footage of him kind of together, just it's just really yeah. like was hilarious. Because uh, I, I had actually forgotten about the guts mascot altogether. Because you know, it's like you would never see him. Um, and then I think the other favorite moment was back to the Hey Arnold episode, which I. I just think was one of the better ones, but I liked it because uh, Alex's story about uh, his experiences, ghost hunting, and then your experiences in the graveyard, Brett, uh, just reminded me of similar experiences of when I was a kid. And like I lived in Santa Cruz, and there's a very similar white lady kind of story mm -hmm. to a cemetery that's there. So it's uh, it's always fun to hear everybody's stories with those kind of things. Especially I like to lean towards supernatural stuff, so I think that would be another top moment. Cool. Manny? Uh, I would say um, one of my moments was the roundhouse story with um, with them moving the orange couch to a different <laughs> studio. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was like, wow. <laughs> and they were being blamed for something they didn't even do. <laughs> yep. But um, in, in a way, it did inspire um, them moving around the orange couch for those snick bumpers where it's in different locations. So yeah. there's some good that came out of it. Definitely. And also... Um, not to copy Jordy, but I really loved uh, Alex's ghost story as well. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and um, my number one sort of ties between haunted snake tape because I still I just absolutely love that story, mm. and um, the whole Wienerville episode that we all did. 
I think that was definitely such a great, great moment. <laughs> Agreed. It was for all it of us. Lightning in a bottle. <laughs> definitely. You know, just the right time. A lot of energy. Love it. And I, and I do want to say for Nightmares as a Child, even if I had mixed feelings about doing it, um, I really enjoyed uh, just being able to tell stories from my past as a way of working through my trauma because I, I dealt with a lot of trauma growing up and I didn't really know what to do about it. So this was kind of my way of processing it and hopefully giving some people either some strength to share with their, their stories or at least just relate with the memory in some form or find it an interesting story, kind of like how we tune in to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark stories with kids telling them around a campfire. Uh, whether or not they work, that's really up to you, uh, the audience, to to let us know. But I do, I did particularly enjoy the Cursed Snick tape as well because I felt like I wasn't forcing the illustrations for that one, and it's a very vivid story from my childhood, and it, it, it makes... It makes me miss my grandfather very much because he passed away in August of 2021 and I dedicated the episode to him and it it really brings me back to a place where I just, I was a very happy kid and less troubled than I was throughout middle and high school. So I'm glad I was able to share that with people and connect with some people over that. God bless you, man. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love about doing this podcast as well is because as much as we love to talk about the fun, nostalgic things, there's been quite a few times throughout this series that we've gotten very personal and was able to share some really, really meaningful moments. And uh, it's not just with us. It's uh, some of the our guests have done the same. So Yeah, like my sister coming back for um, the Little Bear episode and giving us a video Mona's mailbag letter to Kristen. Oh, just her reaction was beautiful. It, it was <laughs> a joy. I loved it. And just seeing my, my nephew flop around. Uh, and she was like, wow, it must take him a lot for him to get focused focused i'm so honored that little bear helps him do that it, it just really makes you think about how special this time in our lives are and how it can affect future generations in a in a good way so wrapping up all of our feelings and moving on to the next topic we're gonna we're gonna talk about you know changes and goals for season four because it's it's on the horizon and we got a lot of big stuff that we're gonna do uh we to, to start off one of the first things is we're gonna actually change up the logo a bit so we're not doing the typical orange splat. We're actually changing it to green to be more slime-like. And uh, I, I feel like it gives it a, a more dynamic look. And I, I like changing things up just to experiment, but also to see where else we can go beyond just the standard groove that we've been doing for a while. Uh, in addition to that, I, I hope to get more Patreon guests for our Gakoids because we've been kind of sparse on that. Uh, at least in season two, season three, not so much. We've been picking up momentum there. So we'll continue to be getting more guests there, even some celebrity guests, which I'm hoping we'll get some returning ones as well to continue to build rapport with them and have them talk about things they didn't really touch upon the previous time they were on as well. We're also going to do like a, a functional, more accessible, hopefully more popular merch store. It's, it's kind of tricky for us to kind of balance um, e-commerce as it's still something I'm trying to understand as it's been super popular since the pandemic. But uh, I, I'm praying that we can get something working together or partner with someone who knows how to do a store pretty well and uh, get more of our Splatatech merch out there. And if nothing else, our failsafe is to just reestablish the bonfire store so you can get some mugs and shirts and, you know, at the very least support us that way and show your pride. I, I know there's a lot of fans out there who already have Slimesters 
Gakoid shirts and even logo shirts of our podcast, which I'm very grateful that you bought them so far. So thank you for that. Uh, in addition, we hope to have some improved video and sound quality. You know, whatever we can do uh, the best we can with Zoom. Maybe we'll try some different configurations. I know Alex and I use green screens sometimes to help enhance the space so that we're not just sitting in our bedrooms or offices, but really making this more of an uh, immersive environment. So we'll continue to do that and maybe play around with some effects there. Um, we, we'd also like to achieve some personal goals as well, like achieve 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. It's been a very, very uh, slow, steady incline, thankfully, upwards. But in order to get monetized on YouTube, which would definitely help us uh, support-wise, we have to hit that threshold so that we can we can qualify for monetization. So. You know, if you want to help us achieve that goal and, and grow our podcast, definitely spread the word and just click that subscribe button. Even if you only watch one video over the next year, uh, that would help us out a lot towards, you know, growing our podcast and reaching our goals and stuff like that. And it takes hardly effort on your end. So, you know, it's a no brainer. Um, we, we would also like to reach at least 25,000 downloads on Podbean. We're definitely not going to leave you guys in the dust who like to listen to us on your on your dog walk or uh, commute oh, yeah. to work. So we're gonna keep growing that best we can. Give us feedback wherever possible. Uh, we, we definitely wanna do some high profile collabs and sponsorships with people if, if they're willing. It's just a matter of connecting with them and figuring out terms. Uh, hopefully we can make more of those happen, maybe on YouTube to give us some traction that we need uh, for up, upward mobility. Uh, Brett, can I get these last couple? Because I'm yeah, really excited about it. these. Go for it. Uh, so going uh, along with our Patreon, because I had mentioned earlier, we got some pretty big changes. You're going to get a full season of Splat Attack here on YouTube. That's not going to change. You're going to get a full 13 episodes. Uh, there has been a lot of speculation as to what we're going to do with the mini-sodes. And we are going to change the mini-sodes up in season four. Um Brett is going to put a, a hold for the time being on Nightmares as a Child. Uh, just we're running out of some stories. And also Brett's going to be very, very busy in season four, which we'll yeah. get to in a minute. Uh, so in place of Nightmares as a Child, we got a new set mini-sode mini series called We'll Be Right Back. And it's another commercial-based thing, but it's very much more film strip type, where it's just going to be a film festival of some nostalgic uh, commercials for you guys. And uh, as much as I have loved doing Sam Reacts, <laughs> editing them has been a booger. Not because of time, but because Sam gives me so little to be able to use because he thinks he's got to be funny. You don't have to be funny. You just got to be honest. And I need a bit of a break from Sam for a bit, <laughs> uh, but I've also been willing to work more with my wife and she has been a huge support of the podcast as well. So in place of Sam reacts, we're going to have my wife, Megan, who I call Meg, Meg reacts. So that's going to be a lot more fun. Uh, I, I'm going to be able to share some 90s commercials with her that I couldn't with Sam. So season four is going to be pretty big, but also over on our Patreon, we are expanding our Patreon. Uh, Brett has done our, our bonus episodes and he's been doing a wonderful job over there, cutting his Thank teeth you. on uh, on his editing skills. And he's gotten very proficient at it where he's going to expand his, uh, his workload to doing two episodes a month. So now we've going from about seven episodes a season 
to a full season over on Patreon. Mm -hmm. So you're getting a full season on YouTube, a full season on Patreon. So if you're on Patreon, you get two full seasons. And um, there's also been talk that Brett is also going to be doing another mini-sode series over on uh, Patreon that Jordy will be taking care of and, and helming, uh, taking at the helm. And possibly Nightmares as a Child may have a continued life over there for season four, and we may bring that back later. But um, right now, that's the changes in terms of our scope for season four. We do have a new mini-sode episode coming up, and I'm very 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 excited about this one uh jennifer Sehe, who was on our roundhouse episode she was uh on season three of roundhouse she had reached out to me and said that she wanted to do something very special and she wanted to do this through our podcast which alone makes me very honored yeah. that of what the content that she wants to talk about she reached out to us we are going to do a live q a session it's going to be like an exclusive for those of you who have uh, followed me over on uh instagram but it's going to be a live q a session with her and she is going to talk about her time on rat house she's going to talk about her time uh being the singing voice for sailor moon but more importantly she's going to take some time talking about her victory through fighting mental uh illness quick correction mental illness was not the word that i was really looking for really what jennifer c he is wanting to discuss is mental health awareness so correction for that and uh because that's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about but we need to talk about because people struggle with it uh even within this group so uh, we're going to do this live for you guys to be able to come in and ask questions. We will post it later as one of our many sods. I'm really excited about that. We'll give more on that later. So there's some pretty big changes coming up in season four and all for the better. Agreed. And just to tack, tack on to that too, um, we did get a response from Kristen Ariza who played Lisa in Smart yes. People's origin story back in season two after we released it. And she was bummed out that she missed out on that. Um, and she did express interest that she'd be willing to do an interview with us. So even though we had to kind of put that on the shelf for a while while we got through season three, we feel it'd be appropriate to, you know, reapproach it and talk with her about her experiences on Tomorrow People and what she's up to now in, in her acting career. So, you know, that will be a very similar episode to Jennifer's episode coming up as mm -hmm. a as a mini so later this season. Uh, I also do want to mention for anyone who would like to support us outside of our uh very affordable tiers on patreon is that we will have we will have a special tier for all you whales out there who have money to burn called the splatchins <laughs> tier <laughs> i know the there's at least whales. one of you out there if you're a splatchins which is a splat attack legends uh it means you're going to be donating a hundred dollars or more to us and you will get an executive producer credit on our credits for our show so you have you will have a big part big fancy title for helping us out and you could even give us some input too on the direction of our podcast so if you believe in us if you happen to be an investor or just a relative who has uh, an inheritance to blow splash and tear is definitely for you sign up today <laughs> and we've also got our first uh gacoids choice yes uh, how could i forget be that up because we're gonna have our gacoids over on patreon pick what episode we are going to do in our main timeline it's not just a, a, a patreon 
exclusive. They pick the episode, we put it out for everybody. So mm-hmm. if you want some saying power, as they said for Kids Pick the President, voice your choice, <laughs> head over there. And uh, also we have a new segment that we're wanting to do this uh, upcoming season is we were going to do Collector's Corner and uh, we were going to have Jordy be one of those. We'd love to have Carl because we had talked about that before where they share some of the really cool uh, nostalgic items that they've got in their collection. So be looking out for that in season four. A lot of exciting Be looking out. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Manny, I'm sure you have some great stuff to share for our Slimesters and Gakoids too, right? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I do want to address this, too. It's just a little thing in the back of my head. Richard Galgus, uh, if you're still listening to us, we yes. appreciate the, the Shredder Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, game review video that you sent to us. I originally uploaded it sometime during Halloween, but for some reason it got taken down. I don't know if it was due to YouTube or if it got deleted by accident while we were um, going through all the content at a rapid pace then. But we are gonna use that video. And if you'd like to work with us for our collector's corner, we'd be more than happy to have you on our show again to talk about some more nostalgic stuff with you. So just wanted to put that out there. We didn't forget about you. That is gonna be one of our mini-sodes and it will be near the end of season four. Yeah. All right, with all the business out of the way, let's let's get into some fun segments, shall we? Uh, we're gonna start out with our shout out your lungs out segment. So roll the jingle. Well, um, as, as usual for our overviews, we love hearing from our Slimesters and Gakoids what they have to say about our seasons of Splat Attack. It's just another way for you to connect with us, and it's, it's a quick, easy, fun way to, to do so. So we asked our friends on Instagram uh, a couple of questions. First is, what are your favorite season three episodes? And it could be mainline, Patreon, and minisodes. And here's what some people had to say. So starting off, uh, uh, <laughs> Jeff- Jeffrey Carr says he his favorite episodes from season three are Hey Arnold, Ghost Bride and the Thanksgiving one. So sounds like he's a Hey Arnold fan. Thank you very much. Jose Diaz, who's a frequent commenter on our Instagram page, says he likes episodes M9, which is Sam reacts to Snick, B7, which is the David the Gnome retrospective, and 32, which is the scariest Rugrats one. Uh, that's quite an assortment. I'm, I am I like your taste in Nickelodeon content. Thank you for sharing. Of course, we have our buddy Travis Kemp, who might as well be the fifth member of Splat Attack at this point <laughs> of how much he interacts with us. Uh, he likes episodes 33, 36, and 37, which is Treehouse of Horror, the Wienerville Hanukkah special, and the Santa Experience uh, Rugrats. So, yeah, you have good taste as well. I don't really know what to say, but uh, those, those ones have a lot of jokes in them as well. So... Good job. Uh, Dupree721 really likes episode 36, which is the Wienerville Hanukkah special. Uh, he says specifically he really enjoyed it with Mark. Uh, really awesome work. Episode M10 as well, which is Jordy's Nightmares as a Child Zebo episode. So got some love there. Uh, love hearing other people's perspectives on Nick shows. So thank you, Dupree721, for telling us about that. Yes, thank you for the extra feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Splatgram, who's our buddy Tyler, he says he likes episode 38, which is Dark Music versus Stay Out of the Basement. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> that's an interesting one because we upset a couple of people with the outcome, but you know what? I, I was care. being <laughs> Yeah, I was being fair. I love Dark Music. Got to deal with it. 
when we do an episode review of it, I'm probably going to rate it higher than Stay Out of the Basement. That's just how it is. It's a hard split. It's a really hard split. Yeah. I mean, the they're both episodes great episodes of their series. Yeah. Pretty exactly. much. Yeah. And uh, I, I do want to say that episode was my favorite one to edit because my brain was firing on all cylinders with all the pop culture references. On awesome. That one. <laughs> yeah, that's how so I felt. so much fun with that one. That's how I felt with Michael Jackson and the the Zebo versus One Day in Horrorland. Just everything was clicking into place. It was great. Yep. Um, let's see. Justin Glossy, my, my buddy who is on the Salute Your Shorts episode, loved the Salute Your Shorts episode. She, he says it was a blast of Venus. And uh, we'll definitely be seeing him again for season four. I just talked yes. with him today, and uh, he confirmed for joining us for one of the episodes. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Haunted Elk, which is our friend Evelyn, she likes episodes 34, which is My Brother and Me. Awesome. B11, which is the Little Bear episode, and M9, which is the Snick one. Snick Sam reacts. Good choices. Uh, San Sansi Girl 28. She says uh, she likes the Legends of the Hidden Temple one, Harold Ghost Bride, and Are You Afraid of the Dark Minisodes? Awesome. Yeah, Good she didn't hear. give any didn't give any specific episode. Just all the Are You Afraid of the Dark ones. So awesome. Got a fan. Hey, it's our wheelhouse. I mean, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> uh, Jabia Men says he likes episode 31, which is the Pete and Pete episode battle we diff. Whoop whoop. Because that one gets often overlooked. That was fun. Uh, yeah, real fun. And we had two perfect episodes come out of it. So w- what more can you want? Uh, B8, which is the Zebo versus, or one, uh, I should say Laughing in the Dark versus One Day in Horrorland, Are You Afraid of Dark versus Goosebumps. That was a ton of fun. I loved editing that despite the hiccups we had with recording, especially the ending. Um, so, Greg, we're going to have you back on. Stay tuned for that. And M19. <laughs> Which is uh, the McDonald's Sam reacts. So nice surprise there. We have Whitman underscore Nicholas. Uh, he had said that, or at least I'm assuming it's a he, uh, says the Simpsons uh, Treehouse of Horror episode, the Little Bear episode, and the Doug Minisode, uh, the Nightmares ah, as a yes. Child. The last one, the abnormal. Yeah, that was that was fun to make. 90s kid throwback uh it said with an exclamation point <laughs> episode 38 and that was our dark music versus stay out of the basement episode uh that was a good one rock on trisha haywood uh i'm very excited about this uh, uh as a bit of a forewarning says the roundhouse 30th anniversary special which does not surprise me because you will be seeing trisha in season four mm-hmm. a, a wonderful what episode mm-hmm. uh ang i hope i don't butcher your name i apologize angle lamar uh angela angel lamar says nightmares as a child just any nightmares as a child and the also doug nightmares as a child so <clears throat> awesome Got some love there. And uh, Christine LB123 says their favorite episode was the mini-sode Nightmares as a Child featuring the Dead Man's Float Corpse. Ooh, yeah, that was a that great was my, one. That was my personal favorite one to illustrate. And <clears throat> I loved having Maxwell on there because he's my best friend since childhood. I've known him for like 28 years so far. So any opportunity I have to have him on the podcast, I'd love to have him on again. 
I love his was... reaction when you said that he you got to talk to someone that worked on the show. He was yeah. just so surprised. <laughs> he, he often reacts like that around me because he's I love very it. impressed with my professionalism. <laughs> uh, Brett, I'll let you take the last two. Ah, yes. Um, my wife, Monica, who also goes by Bat on Instagram, she liked episodes 33, B6, B7, B10, both parts, all Nightmares as a Child episodes, and M15. And for, an, for anyone who doesn't know the number codes for our episodes, that is the Treyasa Horror episode, the Wienerville Hanukkah episode, the David the Gnome retrospective, the Michael Jackson elimination bracket, and Sam Reacts Amusement Parks. Yeah. Love them all. I mean, those are heavy hitters for us, I believe. Um, I'm just really glad to hear more about David and Gnome because I thought most people forgot about it. And I thought I, it was yeah, a, I agree. I thought it was a risky move to do that as an episode, but it turned out great and I loved having Nick Hoimi on it, and I'm sure we'll see him again too in the future. Uh, and last but not least, Smeagolodian, who is also one of our patrons. Whoop whoop. Uh, he he likes episode B13, which Hasn't been edited yet. I know what you're doing, but I'm glad you appreciate the thumbnail that I released. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, M19, not M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) That is is the the M. Night Shyamalan minisode, which is the McDonald's Samriax. Glad you enjoyed that. I enjoyed it too, surprisingly. And the Wienerville Hanukkah episode. That seems to be a a big hit with our our fans. so, So glad we made that happen. Uh, and uh, to close this segment out, we're going to say, what questions do you have for us in regards to season four? Because we, we've kept most of it under wraps until now. So now's the opportunity to kind of get a, a taste, a teaser of it before we, you know, just dive headfirst into it in February. So Splatgram, uh, he's, he says, what is one show topic you won't be discussing in season four of the pod? Which I find a little bit interesting because normally we thought, we say to ourselves, okay, what haven't we covered that we want to cover um, for our schedule? And considering we, we try to do our best to balance it for our audiences, some things will inevitably get pushed to the wayside. It's not intentional, but I'd say, hey, dude is definitely not going to make an appearance. We're going to save that for season five with a ranking every season one episode, or we might do a favorite hey, dude episode. We'll, we'll see when we get there. We uh, don't have all of that on here either, do we? For season four. Not for season four. Season five, we're definitely going to do it. Um, yeah. and, it. And like we said at the beginning, we have a lot that we want to cover, but yeah. there's only so much we can do in 13 episodes. Yeah, and we also have a big chunk of our fan base being Legends and Ari Fear the Dark fans, so that's why they got a little bit more attention than everyone else, but we're, we're doing our best to keep it fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say, hey, dude, I'd say... Uh, the later Nicktoons like Cat Dog, Wild Thornberries, as told by Ginger. I just don't have a lot of experience with them. I have a little bit of Cat Dog, but it's a very heated Nicktoon to talk about. So I, I hesitate unless we're doing a special format like best three, worst three, or like a, a favorites where there's no grading involved. And we'll, I can we'll get also, to it eventually. And I can also say we're, we don't have. Uh... Uh, Alex Mack or Alex Strange and um, Kablam. We don't have those yet either, but again, they are They're all coming. on our radar, so we'll, we'll, we'll be sticking around. As for SpongeBob, request it as a Patreon episode. Obviously, yeah. Alex, yeah. Won't, <laughs> Alex won't touch that with a 10-foot pole. I will oh. only touch the first three seasons. Seasons four onward are crap. I will fight you on that. <laughs> so if you want a classic SpongeBob episode, 
you got to pay me money to make that sucker. And you I might be an executive producer. Yeah, yeah. I might have Manny say. and Jordy. Might have Manny and or Jordy join me for that one since Alex will be a wall. Okay. I could do a season one, but yeah, I was gonna say that. Uh, yeah, SpongeBob, you're definitely not gonna see that in season four. Yeah. I'd like to do the Halloween or Christmas <laughs> episode personally, if nothing else. Yeah, the season one's got some okay stuff, but yeah, it's yeah. just so far away from so many of the things that'll be covered before it. The, the beginning of the end, as some people would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, our going back to the questions, our buddy Travis had asked, which Nick milestone anniversary are you most excited for? I don't uh, really have an answer for that one. I, I, Brett is the one that's been keeping up with the milestones much more than I have. Uh, short answer, I love them all. Uh, personal preference, season five is going to knock your socks off because we have, well, I don't know if I want to tease it at it necessarily, but we got two anniversaries back to back. Both of them I'm very, very attached to. And if we get the celebrities we want to get for those anniversaries, it's going to compete with are you afraid of the dark for most viewed anniversary uh so those two are coming up in season five season four uh you're gonna see manny again and uh someone else you've seen before on one of our more popular episodes so look out for that uh trying it out for the patreon timeline so hopefully that'll be some incentive for people to to sign on and check that out as well and uh you know as long as we have a running list of anniversaries of shows we don't mind talking about uh, we'll definitely mention them on this podcast. Someone actually mentioned to me and reached out to me saying, hey, if you want to do a Nickelodeon 45th anniversary and cover that in any oh, way, yeah. Form, yeah, um, I remember that one. got some content for us. So we might be able to work that in as well. We, they don't necessarily all have to be 30th anniversaries. It's just a nice number to work with. And it happened to work out for a lot of these since our podcast started with the Nicktoons 30th anniversary. Yep. So, you know, We'll see what happens. I think once we get to like, I don't know, Wild Thornberry's 30th anniversary, I'm like, okay, I'm done. You can just do the rest. <laughs> of them. I, I don't need to do SpongeBob 30th or uh, Fairly Odd Parents 30th. I'm good. <laughs> well, uh, Dupree721 asks Are there any more cast guest star interviews you can hint at? Yes, we can. Uh, I will it's- go ahead. I will go ahead and let you know that we are going to be doing another roundhouse episode and we are going to be having some guests from that episode come back. Not all of them. Um, And we are going to have at least one roundhouse guest who was not in the 30th anniversary be a part of this one. And uh, Trisha Haywood, she's going to be a part of that because she's a huge, huge fan of uh, Roundhouse. And I will also say that we are going to have another Salute Your Shorts episode. It is only going to be on Patreon. Well, two, actually. One two. on the main timeline That's and right. one on Patreon. But the one on Patreon, we are going to have another celebrity guest for from the show. It is not Venus. It is going to be somebody else. That is all the hints that you're getting so far, because right now those are the only ones that we have confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there is a third one um, for a much requested "Are You Afraid of the Dark" episode that we're gonna do, and they will be joining a fan for that one. We just have to reach out to them and remind them, and if they're good to do it with us, then we're gonna have them for it. Uh, but if not, we're we're gonna find someone else. Maybe someone we haven't had on before, or maybe someone from the 30th anniversary reunion way back in episode seven. We'll, we'll see how it pans out. But we're and again, very we're going to have... Go ahead. 
yeah, we're optimistic that we'll get at least someone that people will enjoy. And again, we're going to have Jennifer Seehe with that live Q and A also. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be a good it's going to be a good roster no matter what you look at Patreon main timeline season four season three. I mean, we always do our best to find who we can. If it doesn't work out, it it doesn't work out. But when it does, you know, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're also going to be doing a couple other uh, Nick Jr. shows as well because we don't want to leave them in the dust. So we do at least one of those per season now. And we have one coming up uh, later in season four. So look forward to that because that's that idea was been has been in the works for at least a year as well. Uh, let's see. Oh, OK. Well, go, <laughs> I might as well answer these last ones as well. Uh, my, my wife, Monica, says, are you guys planning on covering any more topics outside of 90s Nick? The answer is yes. Just, I mean, we, we touched upon it a little bit before, but we like to do them once in a while, maybe once a season as well. Uh, there is going to be another topic that's outside of Nickelodeon. We're going to be hitting smack dab in the middle of season four on the main timeline. Uh, I don't think I will. Co- I will hint that it is a TGIF show. That's which she really know. loves. <laughs> so tune into that. Um, I'm not sure if we'll be doing something non-Nickelodeon for Patreon. We'll, we'll see. Uh, no promises, but season five we might, especially since I, I'm itching to do something Cartoon Network related. Uh, she also says, Nikau wants more wacky dingo shorts. <laughs> well, Brett need... wants more time. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I only have so many hours in the day to make them. I would love to make more. I'm just not that fast of an animator. I'm a fast illustrator. I'm a fast graphic designer. I'm a fast editor. But animator, it's like moving at a snail's pace. So I either need more help or more time to make that happen. And I will get out that next one for you. I know you want to see Wacky Dingo number three at a time. I promise I'll get it out soon. Um, and lastly, Smeagolodian also says, thoughts on doing a Wild and Crazy Kids or Hey Dude episode? Uh, we did mention Hey Dude. We're going to be doing a ranking or favorites of that in season five. So that's not going to be left in the dust. I love Hey Dude. Uh, it just happens to be overlooked often. And that's not really a fault of ours. Um, and then for Wild and Crazy Kids, go see the last secret bonus episode of season three on patreon because we cover wild and crazy kids quite a bit on that one and i would love to do more wild and crazy kids uh in the future where it's going to be i can't really say i don't know but i i want to do like a create your own wild and crazy kids mock game uh at some point on this podcast or maybe interview omar gooding or johnny jeffcoat for a retrospective uh We'll, we'll see what we can do. I mean, for now, just go check out B13 on Patreon because once once it releases, because um, you'll definitely get your Wild and Crazy Kids itch scratched there. In response to Hey Dude, if you didn't already know, uh, there is now the two of the actors from Hey Dude have now started a podcast. Wow. Uh, it is it is called Hey Dude, the 90s called. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I got to pull up their names. Um, Christine Taylor. Yep. And David Lasher. Mm-hmm. Who plays Ted. Who plays so Ted. Ted and Melody from Hey Dude. That's the awesome. Two of, the two of them have started a podcast. It's very, very recent. And uh, they've been doing quite a bit. So go follow them on Instagram and check their stuff out because it's pretty fun. And uh, also tell them to come on to our podcast. We'd love to have them. I have been trying to get a hold of David Lasher 
for years for tonight this exclusive and he's been incredibly evasive so keep trying <laughs> we'll, we'll keep punching that yeah we'll, we'll hit the podcast and see if we can't do a podcast collaboration true so, also cool. quick note on hey do before we move on um we did briefly cover it in our top five birthday episodes patreon episode b5 in right. season two that's right um because alex mentioned it as one of his picks so if you want to actually see hey dude while it's still there go to patreon don't know what to tell you it's very affordable for all that co- <laughs> starbucks coffee you don't need it today you need you need some splat tech content in that cup <laughs> Uh, okay so we're going to move on to our second segment for the day which is say what and as tradition now uh, alex is going to be turning the tables and doing it for us and because we had manny and jordy here i got some competition so this is going to be good (laughs) say what what? say what what All right, for this iteration of Say What, same as before, we have one quote per episode. This includes our bonus episodes, does not include the minisodes, thank goodness. <laughs> I, I will say it is one quote per episode, not per guest, because that would make this a really long episode or a really long segment. <laughs> and uh, if there is a guest on the episode, more than likely the quote is going to be one of them. And I will also say I have one additional episode, because if you remember in our season two overview at the time, we had not yet recorded our forgotten game shows. So they were excluded from the the Say What segment. So I've added it here just for, because I'm a completionist. I appreciate you did that. So the way I'm going to do the point system here is it's going to be a little different from what Brett usually does. It's only going to be one point unless... Uh, if you know, if you only know one or the other, if you know who said it, but not which episode it was on, or you know the episode it was on, but not who said it, then you get one point. Like, for example, oh, that was the Roundhouse episode, but oh, I forgot who said it. Okay, then you get a point, and then we'll pass it on to the others to see if they can guess. If you know both who said it and which episode, you get three points. Wow. All right. All right, quote, <laughs> quote number one. She taught me to be a boss. Uh, Manny, Manny was first. Alex? Nope. Brett. RJ? That was RJ. Episode? From episode 37. Episode 37, which was the? Rugrats Santa Experience episode review. R- Rugrats Santa Experience. Uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not, Manny and Jordy, I'm not worried about the number, as long as you know what we talked about that episode. Okay. Because okay. I'll forget, because I forget the numbers too. <laughs> right? Brent, <laughs> Brent's got a, a machine in his brain that memorizes those numbers. Yeah. Do you, are you keeping score? I am keeping score. Okay, good. So I've got three points for Brett. Quote number two, the greenest of all monkeys. Oh, Brett was first. Uh, that would be Catherine Mangan from episode 29, The Legend of the Hidden Temple episode review of The Diary of Dr. Livingstone. He is correct. That is six points for Brett. Quote number three. It's Norse tradition. I don't want to see two gnomes kiss. Buzz. I want to see them rub their noses. Buzz. Oh, damn. Okay. Jordy. I mean, I'm going to go for the David the Gnome episode. I yes. think it was B seven well either one i'm yes you got the david the gnome episode do you remember who said it i I can't remember the name of the guest that's okay 
Brett. Uh, that was Nick Hoymy. <laughs> and that's okay because I mean, Jordy and Manny haven't been having to keep up with the episodes as much as Brett and I have, and we've yeah. had these conversations with them. So I, 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 I it's very good, tough competition for Manny and Jordy. <laughs> we we might have to do Manny and Jordy together against Brett. <laughs> I'm like the Ken Jennings of Splat Attack. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to pull our points. I don't know. <laughs> Try oh, <wow>. your best. <laughs> uh, Quote number four. This is a bit of a lengthy one. You used the word fun, and it was fun, but in the same way that... Remember you were a little kid in school, and if you found a pen and you would stick it through a thin layer of skin, more creepy than hurt, that's the kind of fun it was. Brett? Was that Mark Wiener from the Wienerville Hanukkah special? No, it was not. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Can I guess again, or am I out? Sure, go ahead. Uh, uh, that would be Kelsey from episode 32, <laughs> Top 5 Scariest Rugrats Moments. No. All right. Calling him. That was Lou Schneider on our Forgotten uh, Game Shows. That, yeah. that was a tricky one. He, we were talking about how fun the episodes were, how fun the show was, and that's what he said. You used the word fun. Yeah. That's how fun it was. <laughs> uh, number Quote number five. I wore the medal every day for about a month. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordy, do you want to try? I'll give it to oh, you. Oh, you buzzed in before me. You said okay before I raised my hand. Oh, okay. Well, Go I ahead. didn't raise my hand, but I made it Sorry, noise. sorry. Go ahead, Jordy. <laughs> I was going to say that I believe that's from the Guts uh, episode, the Guts anniversary. Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Dude, as far as it. name goes, oh, jeez. What was her name? I don't remember. I'm sorry. It's okay. I can't remember. I'm bad with the names. <laughs> Brett? Kristen Kirkvillit, also known as Kristen Ross. Kristen Kirkvillit. Uh, yeah, wow, I forgot her name twice in one episode. I feel bad. I That's just okay. know I'm bad with names. It's okay. I am too. It's all right. That's okay. If you were a TV show, I'd remember your name. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> This one, this one was going to be especially tough. So I'm sorry, Manny and Jordy. But uh, quote number six, it's like recess with all the classes coming together and you get to see people you would normally see get together. Oh, buzz. Jordy. The Hey Arnold um, the episode with the uh, white, the, the white lady. What was that? Um, Ghost Bride. Ghost Bride. Yes. Yeah. Nope. It is not Ghost Bride. Oh, dang. Fred? Is it Sean Muniz from the Roundhouse 30th anniversary? It is not Sean Muniz. And I'm sorry, the only person who would get this one is is Brett, because the episode has not been fully edited yet. Oh! I said uh, that on, uh. on the uh, top five game shows. <laughs> All right, next one. Quote number five. Uh, quote number seven, I'm sorry. I would definitely rank it higher if it wasn't Kendall Gill. Brett. That would be Prime of Prime Nostalgia uh, talking about the charity episode on the My Brother and Me ranking episode 34. That's right. Brett has 11 points. Let's stop there. (laughs) Uh, Quote number eight. The doll, guys. The doll. Okay. I buzz. Jordy. I could only do I, I, I 
So okay. I don't remember who it was, maybe specifically, but I know that it was the Dark Music episode. Yes. So, I do I have to get the episode number? Yeah. No, you don't have to get the episode number. Okay, cool. Is there a title <laughs> or a number? Uh, yeah. yeah, so Dark Music versus Laughing in the Dark. Uh, well, that is... Dark Music versus uh, uh, Basement. Uh, Stay out of the sorry, basement. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm, so, I'm still going to give it to you. You knew verses. what it was. Yeah. You knew what it was. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. Brett. The person who said it was Cortland. You are correct. Because I like the 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 the, dyke, the guys <laughs> don't do it all. <laughs> that effect. <laughs> and it caught me off guard and I belly laughed. Quote number nine. You can feel the evil emanating from her despite her composure. <clears throat> Brett. That was me during the Cursed Snick Tape episode, M16. It was you. It was not the Cursed episode, the Cursed oh. Snick Tape. <laughs> Manny. The corpse float? No. It's not a mini-sode. Oh. Not a mini-sode. Okay, so is this... Oh. Hey. <laughs> you can... F- oh, you can no, f- Jordy, Jordy. Uh, that wasn't a confirmation. I didn't have a he, guess he was think he, he was thinking out loud. Go ahead, Brett. Okay. Uh, that was me during the Harold Ghost Bride episode B9. Nope. <laughs> this was Brett talking about Dr. Culex uh, on the Culex experiment, the Tomorrow yeah. People. Oh, okay. Uh, quote number 10. In general, any ending that was open-ended or the serial killer was in the room the whole time where it's an open-ended and it just ends like that, that always used to scare me and just left me unsettled. Brett. Is that also Cortland from um, Dark Music vs. Stay Out of the Basement, episode 38? Nope. Is this? Brett? Oh. Kelsey from Regrets? Top nope. Five what was series? Nope. Jordy, what were you going to say? I was going to say, hey, Arnold, Ghost Bride, because of what happened to Sid at the end. Or not Sid, uh, Curly at the end. But. Nope. No. All right. This one was Monica. And this was on the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Oh. Who's she referring to? Uh, she was talking about when. Uh, who was Homer's. Uh, boss. Oh, um, boss. Skinner. No, Mr. one Skinner. Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when he looked in the mirror and his head, Mr. Burns' head, was sewn to his head. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Quote number eleven. Crimson Clown. Yes, for sure. I just had a big discussion about that with some of my buddies about how much I hate the kid in that episode. Greg from episode B8, Laughing in the Dark versus One Day at Horland. You are correct. Uh, quote number 12. I might need to call in a favor with Endless Mike to figure this out. <laughs> Brent. Carl from episode 31, the Pete and Pete episode Battle Dust Bus versus Yellow Fever. You are correct. <laughs> episode, or not episode, quote number 13. It looks really viscous. <laughs> Brent? Sorry guys, so I'm not making this fair. That's <laughs> um, all good. That is Kelsey from the Top Five Rugrats episode, episode 32, when she was commenting on the slime I was eating slash spilling on me. You are correct. <laughs> Quote number 14. 
No, but they're fans of me. Brett. <laughs> this would be Kristen from the Little Bear episode B11 on Patreon. Yes. In reference to the Misfits loving Chris. Yes. Uh, quote number 15. This is tough. I mean, it's very close. Like, even the arguments. I mean, they illuminated part of the episodes. They kind of mirror each other in many ways. This is a versus episode for sure. It is a versus episode. Brett? Is it me? I'm B8. No. Is it... Laughing in the dark versus... Uh, It is not. Brett? Uh, this is Andrew from episode 35, Harrenal versus uh, Rocco's Marmite, Turkey Time, Arnold's Thanksgiving. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that ended in a tie. Yes, it did. Yep. This is a, a bonus? No, no, this is a regular no. episode. Yeah, okay. that was a regular episode. Uh, quote number 16. We all snuck into a cemetery across from a hospital where they Buzz. buried the bodies and... <laughs> Man, you're on that like flies to manure, Jordy. <laughs> I gotta take the Jordan. ones that I know I can get. I, I there you know. go. Alright, so that was the Hey Arnold Ghost Bride episode, and that was Brett. I know that. You one. are correct. <laughs> you doubled your points with that one. I know, awesome. one that I knew two for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good memory. Uh, quote number, where did I leave off here? 17. 17. I just don't understand what is so fascinating about a popsicle stick. This mm. is the weirdest thing I've ever... Manny? B12, stick stickly. Yes, it is. Do you remember who said it? I don't know her name. Uh, I don't well, think I caught it. Well, you just said her, so I'm going to give it to you. Brett, what's her name? Amethyst. <laughs> Amethyst. Um, yes. Specifically, it was Amethyst's mom, so that was a trick question. Yeah, it was. Oh, interesting. Okay. But, <laughs> but Amethyst said the quote, so I'm giving it to her. <laughs> All right. Uh, quote number <laughs> 18. You like the episode? Ah, oh, it was so close. Brett was there, though. That would be the Wienerville Hanukkah episode, episode 36. And that would be Mark Wiener. You would be correct. But also later, Manny and me, because we all... Yeah, we that. all ended up doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was Mark. Uh, quote number 19. Poop on the world. <laughs> Brent? I had to hear that so many times when I was editing this episode. It was, I went through so many emotions. So did my wife while I was editing it. <sighs> this would be you from the Michael Jackson elimination brackets. And it was part one. So B10A. Yep. And, and I'm not doing a, 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 a part two. It's just okay. lumping them together. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I was, for those of you who wonder what I was talking about, I, I took the uh, Heal the World song and I changed it to Poop on the World. <laughs> <laughs> poop on the World. Poop on the World. By night, give me ice in an iced tea latte. Almost done. We only have two quotes left. And I saved these two for last because these were very profound and I really, really appreciated these. Uh, quote number 20. It's so cool that everybody could identify with the characters so well and really internalize that and you would be able to feel more comfortable with yourself. Buzz, I think this was Venus de Milo that said that. In what Did episode? I? 
God, that was oh. I mean, if it's Venus de Milo, what were we talking about? It was episode twenty-seven. Talking about. Come on, you got it. I mean, what was it? What was? Oh my God, that's it for my time. Rhymes yeah. with forts. Salute your shorts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Sorry. Yes. I'm like sitting here thinking Wienerville for a second, but I know that's not right. So I was. <laughs> Like, I don't know, it's tip of the tongue shit. But yes, Lucius. <laughs> uh, there you go. Very well done. This is our last quote. I didn't realize how many people we were reaching until I was getting fan letters from kids that were saying that they were getting abused, kids that were getting bullied. But on Saturday night, though, they would laugh or I made them laugh or we made them sing. And I was like, wow, I didn't re- even realize how special it was to so many kids. Red. This one's tough because I narrowed it down to two people, both ladies. Um, like e- either Julene or, or Rita. I'm gonna go with Julene because the way you said it reminded me of her tone of voice. For what episode? Uh, episode 28, the Roundhouse 30th anniversary. And you would be correct. Woo! It was Julene. Awesome. Well, Brett took the lead with that one. Uh, no surprise with uh, 37 points. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, when you work on the episodes. Yeah. Which, <laughs> it sinks in. It does. How did everyone else do? Uh, Jordy got nine altogether. And, and Manny got three. All right. You're on the board. <laughs> uh, that sounds about right for how. <laughs> You'll you be oh, better they, for season four. And if they pull their points together, they, they've got 11. We still don't have enough to do that. <laughs> so any final thoughts before I deliver the closing question and close up this bad boy? Anyone? Thank you again to all of you Slimesters and Gakoids that have been listening and supporting and your feedback. It is immeasurable. So thank you thank all you. so much for your continued support. And please continue to stick around. Keep sharing this with people who, you know, enjoy nostalgic content because we are still hitting the ground running. Indeed. Yeah. We'll probably be hitting the ground running for at least maybe two to three years. So by like season seven or eight or when we hit our hundredth episode milestone on the main timeline, uh, we're hoping that we can at least make this more sustainable. But yes, thank you to all you Slimesters and Gakoids for supporting us however way you're able to. And if you're able to do more, awesome. If not, at least like and share our content so it gets around on the internet, uh, especially with a lot of just visual competition these days or audio competition. Um, we're doing the best to make the highest quality content we can with our limited budget and resources. So, you know, anything you can do, even leaving us a five-star review on you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, really helps us get noticed. So we, we appreciate anything you do to help us. Uh, I would just reiterate the same thing. I thanks everybody for, you know, joining us and viewing the episodes, watching along, you know, especially for the mini-sodes, you know, those are, yeah. you know, a lot of my work there. So I like, I'm really happy that people had some good words to say about it and yeah, keep tuning in and keep suggesting what you guys want to see on the show because, you know, we just want to make stuff that people like. So agree. Yeah. yeah. You, you've been a great help in um, kind of easing into this role of being part of the podcast already since the beginning of uh, season three and even in season two when you're helping us with graphics. So your work does not go unnoticed and we greatly appreciate the help. 
I'm always happy to help you guys. You know that. Yeah. And Manny, we're excited to have you uh, take on some of the duties with us uh, on the road ahead. So thank you I for really, joining us and keeping the passion alive. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. And uh, if I just, I just want to go with like a little short thing here. Um, sure. I'm new to this whole podcasting thing. Like literally last year was the only time I've ever really been on podcasts. And it's really cool to actually get passionate about these things that I've loved since I was a kid because you can't really I mean I talked to this stuff with my friends growing up but you don't really get the reaction you know from people that are truly passionate about it mm -hmm. and I just think it's great and I don't know I, I feel like this podcast flat attack really can share something really broad and big because I mean look Joe Rogan's podcast, all it is is two guys talking about how much they hate the world. So it's like, this one actually has like animation, stories, nostalgic, and childhood. And Sam, you know, Sam's reactions, that's great. So I really feel like there's so much potential here and we could definitely make something big out of this. And I think, I really think we can. I totally. believe in Splat Tech Studios for us and for yeah. all, the, all the people out there who share our vision for bringing back Nickelodeon in a fresh new way. Oh so, yeah. Totally. Let's make it happen. doesn't yeah. matter how long it takes. We're, we'll make it happen. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. All right. So Slimesters Gakoids for the final time of season three, here is our closing question. What would you like to see us do or cover in on the podcast next? Let us know uh, via email splatattack2021 at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at splatattackpodcast or even in our comment section of this episode on YouTube at Splat Attack Podcast. As we send off season three and sail into the horizons of season four, Alex, will you drain the slime tank for us one more time, please? I'm going to use these spare parts I found in Dr. Kulex's lab to upgrade our podcast machine to a whole new level of slime-fueled nostalgia for our fans. Aye, aye, co-captain. I hope you know what you're doing with those parts. I have faith in my intuition and these blueprints as well that are conveniently off screen to guide us through this technical process. Come on, Manny. Come on, Jordy. Uh, grab a wrench and let's build this thing for season four. Upgrade our slime tank to another level. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I got the gack and the slime and do we need foam too? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can find a place for it. You know, just right. to, to glue together some of the pipes and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll add it in to make it fun somehow. <laughs> Seal the cracks with foam. There you go. Yeah. Got slime, foam, and gack all in one place for the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some zog logs for good measure, too. <laughs> Just not the hot dog smelling gack. I ate that and Ooh. I got very sick. Sorry, <laughs> this is fresh gack only. It's uh, straight from the farm and on our table. <laughs> Organic. <laughs> Cage free, open range, <laughs> all, that good stuff. all that good stuff, straight from the slime, the, the slime producer itself, the, the slime cows. Yes, the slime cow. <laughs> yeah, whatever produces slime or gack, we're we're grateful that, for that because it keeps our podcast running. Anyways, splat you later, slimesters and gackoids, and thank you for supporting us on this podcast journey. Thanks, guys. Splat you later. Splat you later. Splat you later. Reprise the theme song and roll the credits.
hard to believe, folks, but it's time to say goodbye. Nighty night. Hey, check us out next time for more adventure and another great legend of the Hidden Temple. What will we do till then? Chill for a couple. We'll be back. You're on, Nick. And it was time for the superhero to move on. I declare this meeting of the Midnight Society closed. Bye-bye. Oh, okay, and we are done. <laughs> Woo! That's a long boy. Woo! Yeah, three yeah. hours? Close. A little wonder. <laughs> I'll stop recording now so I can save Alex with the chopping up of the editing. Grass. Grass of ass. Grass of ass. <laughs> grass of ass. You want my ass on some grass? <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that right now. It's pretty cold out. <laughs> oh, there's the recording button.